Welcome to episode 45 of the VR Gaming Podcast. Just kidding. Uh, I don't know if you heard the last episode. I did that voice of the, uh, the gay alien. And Gary from the Recentered Podcast requested that I do it for the entire episode in the future. But I, I can't keep that up. I can't do that the whole episode. So that's all I'm going to do. It would probably uh, get annoying anyway. So. Yeah, and I'd probably lose my voice anyway. So, I don't know. We have a lot of stuff to cover. Yeah, Any, it's anything, been a busy month. Anything uh, you want to say first? Like what? I don't know. We'll just go to the first game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, just, just hello. Hello, everybody. Yeah, hi. Nice. Hi. 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 All right, so the first game I played, this is probably the biggest release of this past month, I think, was Portal 2. And I did a video of it. So you can play Portal 2 in VR with motion controls in 6th It's a free mod. It's on GitHub. And this is my video. Oh, yeah, so in case you're listening to the audio version of this, you can, on YouTube, you can watch video. We'll have trailers for everything we're talking about. So right now, plan is my video where I'm in, like, the first level of, uh, of Portal 2. And Alex played it, too. Everyone, I mean, almost everyone's played Portal and Portal 2. So, I mean, you have a blue portal and an orange portal, and you go through one and you come out the other. Uh, you got yeah. anything else to say? about it alex i mean it's awesome but i played I mean, portal awesome. 2 sorry yeah. i played portal 2 years ago and like when when i've already beaten a game before i'm not especially a puzzle game i'm not that motivated to go all the way through it again but did you play it before or you never beat it right i didn't finish it but i did play quite a chunk of it but i think maybe i've just got a sh bad memory but i forget a lot of puzzles and stuff like if it's been a few years, then it's almost like a fresh game in the puzzle side of things. Because I don't know, were you the same? Did you find you were remembering a lot of stuff, or were you just kind of still having to figure things out? I still have to figure them out. Like I don't remember the solutions, but every room I went in, I was like, "Oh yeah, I remember this. Oh yeah, I remember doing this." Yeah, you, you remember know. like like the overall kind of thing. Yeah. Just the actual specific solutions that you don't remember. So yeah, it does it does take the edge off. I mean, obviously. If, if it were the first time we ever played it in VR, it would be absolutely incredible. Yeah. Because you've played it before, it does take that little bit of an edge off, but it's still great even just to play in VR again. So even if you've played it, especially if it's been quite a, quite a while, I do still highly recommend you know, playing it in VR, as long as you've got the legs for it, because obviously it's not a comfortable game for some people, but I didn't have any problems with it. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, there were some people leaving comments going like, I don't know how you can take this because yeah there are parts where it flings you around all over the place like those catapult things and that just yeah, felt that's, it just that's felt that's awesome part. to me yeah i love those parts yeah parts where you're flying in the air because there's there's parts obviously where you're just like walking through a portal but then there are like catapult things that fly through the air you can sometimes you've got to kind of like drop through you gotta like drop at a height through a portal and then you you come out of another portal flying through the air to cross a gap and stuff. 
And they were my favourite parts because it's just it feels so good to do that sort of stuff in VR. Over even because uh, they've they've managed to get like all the portals and everything in stereo. So when you look through them, it's literally three D. Like you're looking through an actual portal. It's incredible to look at really when you think about what you're doing and everything. It, you can you can see you can see through the portal into a. It's just it's hard to even explain. But when you're in the game. Being able to see through and everything looks like you're literally see, looking through a portal and everything's 3D in the portal itself. It just looks incredible in VR and, and in the game itself. Like it don't, it looks old on the kind of dated on the on the flat screen, but when you play it in VR, it looks really nice, like really modern to me. Anyway, I thought it looked great. Yeah, especially yeah, that, even that first level with all the the plants and stuff growing, I was immediately like, "Whoa, this looks way better than I even expected." Um, so in this part, yeah, I'm, I'm just flying, jumping down from one portal and then flying across to another. Um, did you know in OBS that you can fast forward through videos? I didn't even realize this until recently. Like I can click anywhere I want. Oh, I, I didn't know that. I've never noticed unless this was a recent update or something. Anyway, I can, um, fast forward through this. Like I'm trying to find... Maybe the the catapult part. I yeah, I think that was a little bit later on. But yeah, it's it's a great game. If you know what Portal and Portal 2 is, it's obviously one of the best puzzle games ever made, if not the best puzzle game. I think the problem... Is. I've not finished it. That's it, yeah. This yeah. is the start of the catapult. So you like fly, flings you across. It's really cool feeling when you're in VR. That it's really good. I love that sort of stuff in VR. And obviously, some people can't handle it, but I find as long as it's not like moving around all over the place, if it's just like a straight trajectory, mm -hmm. I'm perfectly fine with it. And that's it feels predictable to me to know where you're going to end up going. Oh, to the top um, bothered yeah, you because your head view changed where you were going, right? Whereas this doesn't. Yeah. So like when you're in midair, in to the top. It follows your head movement. So if you if you want to quickly look over to see you know where you need to go next or something, the camera will move towards that direction. And I just found that really screwed me up and made me motion sick. Whereas this is like once you're in the air, you're on that path. If if you look around, you won't literally you know you won't change direction. You'll direction. You'll literally just go where you expect to go. And yeah, it feels great. Like the puzzles are great. It's a great game. I just find I'm not finished it, even though I've got past the point where I was where I played it flat. But I'm just finding myself getting a little bit fatigued with because obviously, naturally, in a puzzle game like this, where it's like an escape the room type thing, where you go into a room and you've got to figure out how to get to the next section, it does end up getting a little bit to the point where it's like your progress feels like you're really crawling through the game because obviously, every little tiny thing you do you know, you walk forward and then you're in another room and then you've got to figure out how to get through that room and it can take a little bit of brain work. And yeah, I do find it a little bit fatiguing at times, but overall, obviously, if you like puzzle games and you, you've never played this game, then it's like, it'd be incredible to play this in VR for the first time. And like me, you're mostly a standing player. Are you playing this all standing? Yeah. Yeah. And so I think being in VR in a puzzle game where you have to like really think and you're standing, I think that makes it even harder. Like, whereas I feel like I if you're, if you're seated, I don't know, almost like you can concentrate better. You, 
I think that's true for for VR anyway. I think just having the headset on and everything, I think your your patience does tend like out of VR. I don't mind like having a little cutscene and stuff where you just sat watching something, but in yeah. VR it really irritates me. I yeah. just I just I don't want to sit and just like stand or you know sit even sat and just looking at someone talk at me for ages. Yeah. In VR, I, I, it just really annoys me after a while, and and you find that a lot of flat games, like when we played Cyberpunk, for example, yeah, in oh, VR, God. <laughs> that game is just so much sitting and listening to people talk. Yeah, I just I, can't take it. I lost all interest in it. Yeah, yeah. Why do all these people talk that, like it's so great? What's the deal with that? Some people like that sort of stuff. I don't know. I mean, for me, I just find there's a balance between obviously like having cinematics and graphics and and gameplay, and I feel like Cyberpunk, from what I played, was more narrative and less mm-hmm. gameplay, and that's it was just over that edge to me where it just stopped being enjoyable. But overall, yeah, puzzle games, I think I've got to strike that balance between making you feel like you're progressing, but obviously still being challenging enough for you to have to think about what you need to do. And in some cases, I think later on in this game, kind of overstepped that mark for me where i was just like oh i just kind of wanted to i found myself just wanting to get through the next room just to see the end of the game rather than enjoying the challenge of solving the puzzle if that makes sense mm-hmm. okay you want to go to your next game uh yep what is it right. oh bmng yeah right. this is a surprise um vr support for bmng which it's a game that's been out for quite a while, and it's um, it's well known for its crash physics. Like it's got ultra realistic physics where everything kind of it's everything's modelled in the game. Where like if you crash or everything crumples and distorts exactly as you would expect in a crash, and that's what it's well known for. Just crash down this mountain. Not... I'd want to do something like this. Well, you you probably might enjoy it then if you like yeah. that sort of stuff. Hmm. Well, there's, I mean, there's a lot more to it than that's the thing. I mean, I'm actually in the process of making a video because I, I was surprised how much there is in this game. Oh, excuse me. Uh, there's there's actual... Tribe called... Okay. It's <laughs> some video I got on. on, on yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, because, I, yeah, I mean, it, there's more to it than just crash stuff. I mean, even mm. everything is modeled so realistically. Like, the suspension works as you would expect. There's... If you crash, like if you do like a little crash into something, you can break, you can damage the suspension or you knock the alignment out so you, you don't steer straight properly anymore. You can break the engine, you can flood the engine, you can, if you turn the car upside down, try and rev the engine, it'll starve, be starved of oil. Like it's, a, it's such a hyper realistic simulator. But then there's also stuff like actually races against AI, there's time trials where you like rally stages, there's, Delivery missions where you're in a lorry or a bus and you're having to like drop off people, or there's just there's like hill climbs, there's uh rock climbing sections where you're in like off road cars trying to get up this mountain and stuff. There's just so much to this game that I just was really surprised how much content there is in there. It's not just sandbox, there's actually pre made content for you to play, there's little campaigns to play through and stuff. So yeah, I've been having a really good time with it. I've been really enjoying it. I've, I've been playing a bit today before we recorded this just to record some stuff for a video I'm working on. And it's just, if you're into cars especially, because 
of how realistic it is. It's really enjoyable. I don't know if you weren't that bothered about cars, whether you'd enjoy it as much because it's kind of like once you've done a few crashes, you're probably going to be like, okay, well, you know, is that it sort of thing? And obviously, I don't think, Justin, you'd be that bothered about doing like really realistic drives across a country road I on your own and stuff I like that. I have never been bothered about cars, but I do like yeah. crashing and uh, doing insane stunts, but that's about it. There's some cool stuff as well. Like there's uh, there's like these little mini campaigns. When there's one which is all about destruction, so you it gives you all these different scenarios you run through, and it and it just it's basically just making showing you off all the the crash physics and stuff. So you just end up smashing your car up in loads of different ways. There's one where I just did earlier, which is like a a bus campaign where you're driving a bus, but then the first mission kind of like speed, where if you drive below a certain speed, a bomb goes off. So you've got to keep your speed up. That's cool. Otherwise, the, the, yeah, there's little cool things. Like it's not just a, like a regular racing game. There's loads of little cool scenarios and stuff that aren't like any other vi- video game you've played. And I'm just really enjoying it because of how different it is and how many different things there is, how many different things there is to do in the game. I'm just finding it really enjoyable, even just messing around in multiplayer because there's a multiplayer mod that you can play. Me and Josh have been messing around with it, even just messing around and stuff and. Yeah, I mean, there's, you can do like demolition derby as well, like where you can be in an arena smashing each other's cars up and stuff. So there's there's loads of stuff to do, but you've got to be kind of into you've got to be a bit more patient with it because it's not like a regular game where you're just going to be in a game and you're going to be doing one thing or another. There is a bit of work to to get the most out of the game, like setting everything up. There's problems with performance sometimes. There's crashes and stuff. So it's still in early alpha, and I believe they are still working on the VR support. But so far, I'm really enjoying it more than I expected. So the steering wheels—do they move all crazy? Like in this, like in this video, it has been a lot of times. The steering wheels moving insanely fast. What's the deal with that? I'm not sure. Maybe the guy's playing with a thumbstick, and he's like, "Okay, his thumbstick's moving around," or it could just be steering with a steering wheel really quickly because you have to kind of like. The cars will slide around. Like I said, the, the the physics are some of the most realistic, if not the most realistic I've ever experienced. When you're driving a car, you know, it's not like glued to the road like an arcade game. It will slide and move around and you have to correct and move your steering around to correct slides and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's just, that's why I say it's, I don't know, beyond like just messing around and crashing stuff, how much enjoyment you would get out of it if you're not really that into cars because it's so hyper-realistic, you know, you're one little mistake and you've damaged your car and you're not going to be able to drive it straight anymore. So mm. it's definitely for people who who have got a bit more patience with like spending spending a bit more time in the game, learning about, you know, how to drive each car and stuff like that, rather than just jumping in and drifting pretty much straight away like an arcade game. But I'm enjoying it anyway. Um, why is it called Beam NG? What does that even mean? I don't know, actually. I don't really know what the name's about. I just know that it's, it started out as just the most... It started out as just about the crash physics and stuff. That was the main thing it was all about. But over the years, it's evolved into like more more stuff. Um, do you think you would try this yourself, or you're not really that bothered? I would... One thing I want to do is... I've always wanted to make myself motion sick, so this might be a good way to try to do that. 
to get into like this an insane crash down the mountain and be in first person? Did you no, try no. that? I've not done it purposely, but I've done accidentally. I've done it where I've just been driving. Yeah, that's the thing. With like for me, the crash physics aren't really about just messing around, crashing stuff. It's like if I make a mistake, what happens after that? I just find obviously makes it more realistic. Like I did one today where I was. I was in this rally car type thing driving this stage and I ended up spinning off, crashing into a tree. And then my car was absolutely wasted. I'd like, uh, all of a sudden the engine started, but the engine was like over off into the distance. I'm thinking, why the hell is there an engine starting over there? So I, I clicked a button to do the outside view and I realized that my car had split in half and my engine, which was because it was like a rear engine car, my engine was like, one side of the map and I was on the other side and it was just like just stuff like that just blows your mind sometimes with how realistic it is. Hmm. Um, and obviously when you're in the car and like you're in these crashes, it is kind of, it's cool to, it's, it's like, I don't know. It's one of those weird things in it where it's just cool to be in it. I didn't find it made me sick at all. Um, but it was just, yeah, it was just, it's just a fun game. I just think if you're into cars that you would get a lot of enjoyment out of this. Um, and I definitely think, you should maybe try it, Justin, at some point. But I will say that right now, there's a lot of messing around, setting it up, and getting performances a real pain in the ass. Like there's certain, there's certain, because like, each each there's like different maps you can jump into. Like you can see now, they're like open world maps where you can kind of drive around anywhere. You can add traffic and stuff if you want to. Um, and some of the maps, I find my computer just can't handle it. Like this one in italy uh there's a couple of others that are just my frame rate is terrible and if i had any other like other cars into the game like if i'm racing other cars it's just game over the game just r runs like absolute shit is so, it pushing your gpu or cpu it's it's i think it's more memory i think it's like memory that it runs out of and really? uh cpu yeah a gpu i don't think i mean a stronger gpu is going to help like you've got a 4090 so which you're going to talk about in a minute, but that's obviously going to help. But mm -hmm. I think you also need, you need like a big, strong PC everywhere. You need a good CPU. You need a good, you need like 32 meg of memory, really. Like I have, I've only got 16, which is why sometimes... I would hope you have 32 just, gigs of RAM. Gigs, not megs, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 32 gigs uh, of memory, I think is kind of minimum to do everything. I'm, I'm able to do quite a lot in this game. But there's some stuff where it's just it just runs out of memory and then once it does that you have to restart the game otherwise it just runs like shit no matter what you do so hmm. it's one for people who've got a really high end pc to enjoy if you've got something like a low spec pc don't even bother it's just not even worth it i have 32 gigs i have the 4090 but then i have the i7 8700k so that could hold me back i don't know i've got a ryzen 3600 which is a pretty low end Ryzen CPU, uh, AMD CPU, um, which I'll, I regret now. I wish I'd upgraded to a slightly better CPU, to be honest. But, uh, yeah, I think I think memory is the big thing. I think that's the big thing that really it runs out of more than the CPU. But it is CPU as well because all the physics calculations and stuff, they're all CPU-driven. So, like, mm -hmm. if you've got a few cars on, on at one time, because everything's all being... You know, all the physics calculations for like four cars or something. I think it's just sometimes just too much for my computer. Um, and it just can't handle it, but you'll probably be okay with it. Okay. 
our next game. Uh, we already talked about Portal 2. Well, I, you can also, with that same Portal 2 mod, you can play Portal 1 Remastered. You just go into the community test, test chambers on the main menu. But I, th I guess first, the easiest way, I did a video of this too, which I'm showing right now. And I put a link in the description, giving a link to the the levels to subscribe to. So once you subscribe to them, they're going to be available. And then here I'm showing it. Um, you just subscribe to these Portal 1 levels. And then you can play the entire game in the Portal 2 mod. And it's, you know, it's sixed off and with motion controls, it's just like the the Portal 2 mod. And I uh, I couldn't, I didn't remember this at all. Like even, I remember this even less than Portal 2 because I think I played Portal 1 probably back when it came out. Yeah. So it was like, I don't, I didn't remember anything. Um, I don't. It's much shorter than Portal 2. Like this, I did a full playthrough in this video, and I don't know, maybe it was an hour and a half. Yeah, it's a pretty short game. I think the the mod the levels they haven't got all the game. I think they're missing like the end boss seek section when you like escape from the portals and stuff. Oh, there's an end boss. Um, in the in the game, yeah. So I think there's kind of um, probably another thirty forty minutes missing. Oh, okay. From that. Uh, yeah, I think it's usually about two to two and a half hours if you play the main game. And see um, this this pinker thing moving? I think that's like a missing texture. It's got to be. Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah. So it's not perfect. There is actually a mod that was worked on using the Half-Life 2 VR mod code, um, but Valve need to give permission because it's using some SDK that they got permission for for the Half-Life 2 VR mod. And Valve apparently just aren't responding to to the modders to give them permission. So big surprise, uh, not responding. Yeah. So unfortunately, that might not ever see the light of day. Although they have talked about potentially just putting it out, like just putting because it's they want to put it up on Steam again, like the Half Life Two VR mod. So they've, they've thought about maybe just applying the mod, you know, to be a Steam for a Steam page and see if it gets approved or not. Because um, that's one way to force Valve to do something about it, I guess. But we'll see if anything comes from it. But if you are, if if it never comes to light, then this is probably going to be the best way you're going to be able to do it with these uh, levels, even if it's not quite the full game. Yeah, I'm looking for the part that was my favorite. Uh, did you play this? Is it? Uh, I played the original game. I've not played this mod yet because uh, okay. I've still not finished Portal Two. I'll probably check it out once I've done, but I can say what because that's my favorite. There's part, loads right? of oh this one. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, this is near the, towards the end. Isn't yeah, it? towards Where the you're... end. Yeah, because you just keep I remember. Flying. I remember this part. Yeah, you just keep bouncing. Yeah. up and down, up through these portals. Yeah, this is the part I remember when I played it originally. I actually remember this part, and it was like this was the part that really messed with my brain the most because this is the first time you kind of figure out this kind of the way you can maneuver like this and it yeah. was really like new nothing else had ever done this in like video games before yeah. it was really incredible when you come out of the higher portal i had trouble figuring out which way i was oriented so i'm like wait where the hell am i so i, I didn't know like which which way do i need to turn right now it, it's hard to explain yeah there were times like when i was playing portal 2 where i 
I kept uh, like getting disorientated sometimes, figuring out which direction because sometimes it throws you out the wrong direction, and then you turn around and then it throws you back out yeah. the wrong direction again. You don't like keep your position. Yeah. And then there were so sometimes I'd my brain would struggle. Like I'd I'd fire the wrong portal color, and then mm-hmm. I would like stop because I'd I'd remove the portal that I needed, sort of thing. So. It definitely hurts your brain sometimes playing this game, but yeah. uh, and, uh, yeah, it's not not fun. You can go, you can go. No, I, I don't. I can't remember what I was saying. Uh, originally, uh, you had to go in the INI file and change it from three off to six off, but I I read in some recent update that now it's defaulted to six off. Thank God for that. I don't yeah. know why. I honestly don't know why anyone would want Frida. The only thing it does is. Sometimes when you go through portals, it like glitches tiny little like blips. If you go go through it really slowly, you get like a really large avatar that you can like I see saw that. your body. Yes. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I showed it in my uh, the so first rare. video. Yeah, yeah, it's so rare. It's just not it's not worth playing it in three off for that. Yeah, at all. It's just uh, such a such a weird decision to put that as the default originally. Because I I started playing it like that, not realizing you could change it, and it was just making me feel a little bit sick because if you're physically turning your body as you're turning you can just feel like like stretching and warping as you're trying to turn because obviously it's not tracking your body and everything one-to-one so i'm glad they've changed that yeah all right we'll go to your next game uh yes stride fates is just something again that it got announced it was a little bit of a while ago. And you just released a video, Virtual Insider on YouTube. Yeah, I got I got some hands-on preview. Um, this so is his. This is his video showing right now. This is my video. Yeah, it's like um, it's an it's a preview of the game. It's not final release, so there's still stuff that they're going to change. Apparently, like the voice work isn't the best. Well, it's, it's not terrible, but it's just some of the dialogue. Is a bit like weird, and apparently the developer has confirmed that that's actually done by AI as a placeholder, and that they're actually got voice actors and everything who are actually going to do the voice work properly. So I don't know. I mean, the game's supposed to be coming out in a month or so, so I don't know. They seem to have a lot of work to do, but maybe this is just an older build that they've got internally, and they've got a new build. And apparently, all the sounds are all placeholders, and there's still going to be a lot of stuff changed before release. But overall, I I think it's a really solid game from what I've played. They gave me like the first 45 minutes of the game and apparently it's going to be about five to eight hours long to finish. So it's going to be a reasonable length single player game. Um, and the first game, Stride, is just all about parkour. So it's all parkour movement. You can jump, wall run, slide, some grappling sections and stuff. So they've just taken that and they've turned it into a proper game where you've got an actual story. You've got, you know, combat where you've, you shoot him with a gun or you can even do like melee combat with a knife and stuff. And yeah, it's got a nice blend of, you know, these movements where you kind of running around and stuff as well as being in combat and shooting and, and slow paced little puzzle sections like what I'm showing now where you've got like a, an electric box you've got to turn off cause all the water's electrified. So you've got to kind of like navigate your way around the environment by jumping around and stuff. And yeah, it, it's just got some nice pacing Visually, it looks surprisingly good, even though this is actually supposed to be the quest build. So I'm I'm actually interested to see if they're going to make any improvements to the PC build. But 
as even as it is now, I thought it was pretty decent looking in the headset. Um and and the gameplay is just fun. I just think it's gonna be a good game when it comes out. It's said to come out on the quest later this year and then PC and PSVR two at some point next year, so um they obviously are going to be doing something with the PC and PSVR version separate to the Quest because it's not getting like a simultaneous launch or anything. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, Did you semi, play Stride, the original? I I played it. I, I Yeah, you bought it first and I played it through your library. Uh, just, you know, once or twice I played it. Then I bought it because they were said on their page there's going to be a campaign mode. So I bought it, but then I never played the version that I bought. That was in uh, like February 2021 or something, and I never played it again, just waiting. And then as you, you know, I don't know if you might have already mentioned it, the campaign mode never came out for Stride, so that's what this game is. And uh, so originally I was kind of pissed, but they're going to let anyone who bought that game, the the game Stride, between a certain date, and I'm included in that, they're going to give them a free key to stride fates if you email them with proof of your your purchase so i emailed them yeah and uh i assume eventually i'll get a response yeah i think um yeah it was, it was a bit of a dick move really from the developers because they originally advertised it was in early access on pc and they originally advertised it as having a campaign um and then they were they were actually going to release the campaign it was going to be literally like 45 minutes long and it was going to be like this thing. It felt like they were just trying to get something out there just to get it out of early access and move on. And then obviously people complained about that. So then they said, okay, well, we're going to give you the campaign that you we promised you. And this is the campaign that they promised you. But now they're actually releasing it as a separate game. So obviously originally people who bought the um, the game like you for the campaign ended up getting screwed so after complaining they said that they're now gonna give you the game free if you bought the game within a certain date uh but you've still got to like contact them and apply for it and stuff so they're still not really putting it out there it's not on steam or anything to let people know that it's kind of like just on the discord so most people aren't going to know about that um and it is obviously just their way of just kind of hiding it i guess and uh trying to maximize the, the amount of people who are going to buy their new game. So, yeah, there is that. I mean, Joyway themselves, I've got like a love-hate relationship for Joyway because yeah. I think they're good developers in terms of their game design and stuff. I think they do some interesting stuff. But they have a habit of like taking projects on, not finishing them, abandoning them, working on like four or five games at a time and just kind of like f- never really finishing anything. So this is like probably the first time they're going to have actually released a finished product, really, I think. Um, so maybe this, they're finally getting to that point where they're making enough money across the projects they can start putting time into these finished games. But yeah, I think they're, I think they're an okay developer, apart from just, just some of the decisions they make just aren't really that great from a player's perspective, really. What do you think their, uh, their other best game is? I had I got against and I thought that was pretty good, but I don't. Yeah, I don't, against was good. Yeah. I don't know if it ever got any yeah. updates or anything. I don't think so. No, that kind of got abandoned. I mean, against, I didn't like the music that much. That was the problem with that one. Uh, I can't even remember what it was. 
for music. Yeah, it was just some. They just used some copyright free kind of generic music for it. Mm. And when you got a rhythm game, the music's like such an important part of it. Mm-hmm. If you don't spend a bit of money on some licensing and stuff and get some good music, then it kind of ruins the game. They did add like a really good level editor from from scratch. So straight away when the game launched, people have this opportunity to make custom levels. I did try some custom levels out with some like good songs and stuff, and it's pretty good. Um, and like visually, the game was great. I like the, the gameplay mechanics. Uh, I think it's one of the better. In terms of like the visuals and everything in the package, I think it's one of the better rhythm games, but it's just the music's not that great compared to some of the others as well. But yeah, that I think that's a good guy, a good one. Obviously, Strides the other one. Um, they've released a bunch of other stuff. Uh, a lot of like quest only stuff, I think. There was one where you got like I can't even remember the name of it, where it was like you. You kind of you could move everybody around in the environment and then press a button and it played and then you could, oh yeah it was like a puzzle I can't remember what it was that called. got abandoned really fast too yeah yeah they launched that and then abandoned that pretty much straight away they launched another game like a roguelite which they launched and then literally said uh, you know we're sorry we're not we're not doing anything with this game and oh yeah removed it from Steam I played the demo of that like, and I didn't really like the demo I can't remember what it was called though. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, then they, they've kind of take they took that game and made uh, something called um, Dead Hook, oh, which is kind yeah. of that game. And I play. I actually did a play test for Joy Wade uh, on that game, and I, I was surprised that when they contacted me again because I left them quite harsh feedback on that game because I thought it was pretty dull, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, so Joy Wade. We'll see. This is this to, this for me is the the main game that I think they should have always been focused on, uh, and you know got out sooner because you know if they if they just focused on this game from the start rather than working on all these other projects, this game could have been done and, and released you know a while ago. So I think it's a shame that they did kind of they, they they do seem to have this thing of just jumping from project to project. They've got another game called Stack as well, which is like. Yeah. Some multiplayer thing, and yeah, they've got like five different and projects. There's something and... like Crimson, something also. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, that's something. That, like, there's so many. There's one like a Ghost Runner type thing where you, it's kind of like Stride, but you're, you've is got that, like a is that the Crimson sword one? and stuff. Yeah, I think so. Or mm. was it Red? Oh, red. it's either Red or Crimson. I can't remember. Yeah, it was kind of like Stride. I think that's been abandoned, to be honest with you. I've not seen anything really? about that. Red Flowers? Is that what it's called? Something, Something like Flowers, that? yeah. And it was it was kind of like Stride, but you were trying to make a Ghost Runner type thing where you've got a sword and you jump in and slice and stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they, they've I've not heard anything about that, so whether that's been put on hold or... But yeah, good developer, just a shame that they don't like, focus on projects and they abandon stuff too much, really. All right, we'll go to the next game. So the latest Luke Ross mod is for Far Cry 6. And if you don't know what Luke Ross mods are, is they, he usually adds VR support to a AAA flat screen game. But it's, with, it's not with motion controls. It's, you, know, you just got to use a gamepad or, or a keyboard. And these are... are they do something called alternate eye rendering where it, it it only renders to one eye at a time. And like in 
and the eye that it's not rendering to, it uses kind of like a, a predicted frame. So it's kind of tough on performance. Like you need a really good system to try to, I don't know. It, I don't know. It used to, you'd have to get like 180 frames per second to be able to get like a good 90 frames per second visual. But then he added this AER 2.0 where he, it, I, I guess it's like a better prediction algorithm or something. It's sort of like some sort it's of motion smoothing. It's reproduction. Reprojection. It's like a, yeah, it's like ASW, but his own version type of thing. Yeah. All right. So as we were, Alex said earlier, earlier, I recently got a 4090. So I was like, all right, let me try some Luke Ross mods now that I have this video card. And this ran really well. I, I put the resolution up pretty high and I put it on all ultra. And even on all ultra, I felt like it was perfectly playable. Like, you know, you could see some performance issues sometimes, but it was, it was no big deal. I mean, maybe you'd want to put it a little bit lower, put it on high or something. Uh, and I'm playing on an index. It's not like I'm running like a super high resolution or anything. And it, it was perfectly playable. It looked really good. It still had those, you know, those little halos around some things. Yeah. It still Ghost, has that. Disgusting. Even if yeah. I put the graphics all the way on low, you still have, I still saw some little ghosting halos around some things. But if I like um, strafing left and right, I didn't see like reprojection. I didn't see that type of look. I just would see some some ghosting around some things sometimes. Um, yeah. So it was perfectly playable. My only issue was like the game I w itself I wasn't that into. But I haven't gotten that far. I got to a point where I have to use a camera from a distance and zoom in on this enemy encampment. And uh, you're supposed to use the L and R triggers on your gamepad to zoom in, but it won't work. And I saw other people complaining that yeah, it won't work for them either. So you have to, on that part, you have to play the game flat to get past that part. And I, I just haven't bothered yet. Um, right. I think in, in Luke's mod, you can, in his mod manager, whatever you press both thumbsticks and then the mod screen comes up. I think in there you can make it, go to 2d like a regular and maybe then i could get past that part and then switch back to vr all within yeah, the mod. You, can mo you can change it to mono so it's it's not it's not rendering both eyes it's just one eye okay uh and it's rendering both eyes it's like rendering the same energy both eyes so you're not rendering kind of twice sort of thing yeah i don't um, i don't know why that would make my triggers work for zoom i don't think that would fix it i think you would have to probably get rid of luke's mod completely because mm -hmm. the problem with luke's mods is that it does completely like take over a load of files in the game and i found i don't know like when i tried to once i like with red dead 2 i uh i didn't like it so i tried deleting his mod and the only way to get rid of it was to get rid of the entire game get rid of all the files on my system mm -hmm. all the folders and everything and then reinstall the game again otherwise it just wouldn't work properly so then maybe there's a there's a better way to do it but i just found it it was a pain in the ass to get rid of the mod once you'd installed it hmm. yeah that was probably a while ago so maybe he's improved it i don't know mm. uh yeah and when i tried red dead 2 i considered it completely unplayable but i had a 1080 ti then like the performance was just too shitty you could probably do it now but yeah. the problem is with red dead 
you mods been taken down, so you'd have to find an old version of the mod, and then you have to roll back an old version yeah. of the game and stuff. It's it's yeah. not, not easy. Yeah, I yeah, have I have old like... versions of the mod, but um, yeah. So yeah, I didn't even think about that. So the game's probably been updated so much that the mod, it's already broken with for use with the mod. Yeah, you definitely won't be able to use it with the mod unless you'd roll back to an older version of the game, which is a pain in the ass. So yeah, yeah, uh, it's not something you can just plug and play anymore. Well, I don't even own Red Dead anymore. I think I refunded it after I oh, tried right. it. I tried it with Luke's mod, and then I was like, "Oh, this sucks," and I refunded it. But Horizon Zero Dawn, I tried that back when that came out, and with my thirty eighty, and I thought that was great. It had performance issues, but I played through the whole game in the DLC, and I loved it. But that game's yeah. probably easier to render than Red Dead. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I would say so. Red Dead's yeah. like one of the hardest games to render. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I've tried his mods several times, and I've never enjoyed them. Yeah, the best, the closest I came was Cyberpunk, which I thought looked okay uh, in certain situations, like when you're inside mm -hmm. in dark environments, it looked really nice. But like when you're outside. With any sort of long draw distance, or if you're in the daylight, the game looked like shit. I thought personally. Yeah. Um. So I think I feel like it's one of those things. If you've got a forty ninety, then you you can probably enjoy them. But I'm on a thirty eighty, and I've not been able to enjoy them. So I I just think that it's just for the people who've got like the highest of high NPCs to enjoy these games, really. And I also tried Ghost Runner. I forgot to add that trailer here, but I tried Ghost Runner with Luke Ross's mod, and that looked great. It ran great, but the game itself, holy shit, that was way too hard for me. Like once I got to these guys with guns that were shooting at me, they were, they shot so fast, like I couldn't get past these guys. I just kept dying and dying and dying, and I was like, all right, yeah, I give you up. You have to use your dodge. It's a it's a hard game, definitely. That's gonna work with the injector as well. So that's one to maybe wait for that because you'll be able to play it you know stood up and uh physically turn and everything in that but yeah i'm looking forward to trying some of that stuff out with the injector um when it's finished will, uh, ghost, runner yeah. have, will ghost runner have motion controls um maybe but it, it won't be like it, that's one that I, it would be cool if someone like modded that on top because with the framework for the injector He's made it so that you can modders can actually come in and add motion controls and stuff to games, so they can use his mod to like then mod in motion controls on top, mm -hmm. and that's one that would really be cool with um with motion controls. You know, being able to actually swing the sword and everything, uh, yeah. that would be really cool. Yeah, and one more awesome. thing about Far Cry Six is, you know, I just recently played all the way through Far Cry One with motion controls, and after playing that with motion controls, I just couldn't get as into this because I really miss the motion controls. Uh, if someone could add motion controls to this, I'd be way more into it. It's just like, I just feel like, like I'm playing a video game and not, that I'm not really in the game. I, yeah, you know. I just, I'm so bored of these sort of first person shooters <laughs> yeah. out of VR. I've been it's the same gameplay loop we've been playing for decades pretty much and it's just, you know, yeah. duck behind cover, point the cursor away. You need to fire, pull the trigger. And that's like, why on screens. Sorry, motion. yeah. Go ahead. I was just gonna say that's why I got into VR in the first place because I was just bored of this sort of gameplay loop. So if I, a lot of people say, oh, you know, I enjoy it's, even just being in the games, great. 
For certain games, yeah, but first-person games for me, it's just without motion controls, I just get bored very quickly of the of the game. Yeah, and one of my issues with this game is every mission is you got to go talk to somebody, and then they tell you where to go. You go to that place. You go there. You talk to somebody. Then you got to go to this marker and go there and talk to somebody. I don't want to talk to a million people. I want to just go. I want to be free to go just, you know, wreak havoc on the island. Like this guy here, I had to follow him. This isn't my yeah. video. This is another guy, but I played this part where you have to follow this guy, and then he brings you to another person you, you talk to. And it's, I don't know if it's that's just because I'm... Like open world games. I fucking yeah. hate open world games because that's what they end up being. They just yeah. end up being markers on a map. Yeah. You walk up to them, you talk to someone, they say, go over here, talk to this person. You go over there, you talk to that person. Uh, you know, oh, you need to now go talk to this person. I tried yeah. playing Skyrim, and it was even that's the same really when you when you look at it it's like go here do that come back get this thing go somewhere else and i just it just drives me nuts i just don't want to do all this busy work i just want to just play the game horizon zero dawn i feel like was less talking to people yeah i enjoyed horizon a lot yeah. actually i played that flat um and spider-man i played spider-man bit of spider-man that's probably my favorite open world game i think that's great mainly because just getting from place to place is so much fun swinging around yeah um a lot of stuff like the far cry games are so shit nowadays like i can't get into them like this this far cry 6 apparently is really bad bad reviews and people like i think people are just fed up with the same formula mm -hmm. i think they peaked at far cry 3 personally i thought 3 was the best out of the lot yeah, and then they just kept repeating the same formula, and it just got really dull and repetitive. Yeah, yeah. I played uh, Far Cry one, two, no, Far Cry one, three, and four. I think those are the only ones I ever played until this Far Cry six mod. Then I tried it, and I was just like, I don't know, man. Um, yeah, six is not it, like didn't get very good reviews. I think five's supposed to be pretty good, um, but. Unless they're in VR with most controls, I'm not really that interested anyway. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I don't think we'll ever. I don't think I'll ever play these games in VR because I can't see anyone making a mod for them with most controls. So. All right, we'll go to the next game. Uh, I expect you to die three. Alex and I both played the first level. Our idea was I would record my gameplay, he'd report record his, and we'd see who got further in the game. And we'd like put overlay the video together to make one video. Neither of us finished the first video, first level. So. Yeah, it's a hard one. It's really, <laughs> I don't think it's just the first level, but like I played for forty five minutes and I got right towards the end. I don't know if you watched that video I sent you, Justin, but no, I, I got, should. I got to the end and basically, there's like a robot that fires a laser at you, and I was like trying to dodge the laser and I died, and because I. It had taken so so many steps to get to that point. I was like, "Oh, please let there be some sort of." Ch I know that's not the game. But I was like hoping and praying there would be some sort of checkpoint where I could just do that again. And obviously, I was starting the game from the beginning. And I, if you watch the video, I, I was genuinely distraught. I was like, <laughs> in the video, I was like, "No, fuck, no." Well, now I gotta watch I it like, to feel your pain. I was genuinely, I was genuinely just like, I just couldn't. I just, I just genuinely just couldn't handle it. I was like, <laughs> I must have sat there for about five minutes, just like deciding whether I wanted to try again 
or whether just to quit. And I just kind of like was like, oh fuck. Yeah. It, it's this guy, this robot dickhead that's on there now, he he fires a laser at me, and and the thing is, I still don't know how to get past that point. And the problem is that I've got to go through all these steps to do all this shit with making these cocktails and doing all this bullshit to get back to that point just to try again to see if I can figure out how to do it. And if I don't do it and I die, I've got to do it all over <laughs> again just to retry that one part. And it's just like, oh. I hate that I making cocktail that. shit. I've never wanted to be a bartender. I have no interest in that type of shit. So The thing is, like, usually it's like some of them are designed in a way that if you know what to do, you can really quickly zip through and get to them. But this one's not like that because you have to get something out of a safe and then you have to get a, a lemon to be able to make a certain cocktail. So you have to do something with the robot to get into despair and make something to bring it back with a lemon on. So that, there's this whole process that you have to do. There's no shortcut. There's no way to like speed things up as much as some of the others. So you... Like, even if you know what you're going to do, it's still going to take several minutes just to get back to that same point to then potentially mm -hmm. die. You then have to take several minutes to get back to that same point to potentially die. And it's just like, it's the first, I, I, I've enjoyed the other games, but this one, I don't know if it's just this first level that's like that, but I, this one just really made me not want to play the rest of the game. Um, I will play the rest of the game, but. I think me and Justin had an idea of maybe like playing it together over Discord or something, like both play it at the same time and then yeah. try and solve it together. I think that would make it more f more bearable um, because right now my motivation to go back in to just do that to get to that same point again is pretty low, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, and he, f he figured out some stuff that I, I didn't even realize you could do. Like there's some things you need to do. Like I didn't realize, oh, you got to press trigger on this thing. I had no idea. Yeah, I figured out by accident. It's not as intuitive as some of the others, neither. Like, there's certain things that you... I mean, I'll tell you what it is, because it's not intuitive. It's not like something you'll be like, oh, I'm spoiling it. You have these cocktails. You've got to mix the drink in this cocktail machine, and then you've got to shake the cocktail. You close the lid and shake it. And then I was, like, opening the cocktail. I was shaking it, opening the lid back up, and then, like, drinking the cocktail, and it wasn't working. Nothing was happening. I was like, what the fuck do I need to do? I must have tried like five different times. Like, have I got the ingredients wrong? You know, just checking everything, remaking it, shaking it, shaking it for longer. <laughs> and it turns out that once you've shaken it, you have to then press the trigger to open the lid to then activate the mixture that has mixed. And it was just really not something you would even think about. Naturally, you're just going to shake it and open the lid back up. So mm. it's just little things like that, which just weren't quite as intuitive. And how did you find the controls in the game? Did you find any sort of like friction trying to do stuff sometimes? Yeah, I definitely did. Because there'd be a certain point where the game would register that you're you're going to grab this part. But if you move your controller just a little bit down, it's off of that. Like like yeah, trying, to grab that, trying to grab that lid you were talking about was really hard for me. Yeah, I had, I had to make several attempts just to close or open the lid sometimes because it wouldn't open enough. Yeah, and, and also your hands I, go I through felt, everything. There's no physics. It just feels dated in terms of like the hand interaction because um, it's this is obviously a 2016 early game, and they've not actually done anything with the like the the, the control schemes identical to it how it's always been, and it really does need a little bit of a freshen up in terms of how you pick things up and manipulate things and stuff because it's just not it's like like with the 
there's no physics like you say on stuff like with the co- cocktail things I, I, I tried like flicking it thinking i could just flick it close and stuff mm-hmm. but it wouldn't do that it would like stop like it's in like the hinges got freaking rusty or something and you'd like push it you push it a bit close but it wasn't fully closed so then you'd have to try it again and like sometimes it'd be like two or three times just to make sure the lid was fully closed and stuff like that and it would just yeah it just feels it don't feel as enjoyable now as it did when it first came out because it's things have progressed like yeah. you know these you, physics stuff need improving really you know more than me about development so in the newest versions newer versions of unity and unreal is the physics just in there by default or does the developer have no. to add it in somehow oh they have to add all that stuff in it's not okay that's the thing that's why it's so difficult because there's no i mean there are plugins and stuff um which help i mean the reality is that shell games who made this uh this game they're not going to put the time in to do all this to upgrade all this stuff because as far as they're concerned everything's fine so um yeah it's just one of the things where they've not really updated and improved things when like they really could do with updating and improving the hand interaction in this game okay all right, go to the next game. Oh, what did you think to the intro, well, by the way? Something the crazy, something crazy just happened to your audio. Oh, what? Yeah, I don't know. It was like Still really loud. Out? Yeah, it's fine now. Oh. Uh, the intro. The intro. I didn't. I I like the uh, intros to the other two more than this one. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say the second one, especially. I thought was really good. Um, this one didn't like hit as much. Like yeah. the, the the first two had like these scenarios where like they'd scale and like stuff coming down on you and stuff. Whereas this yeah. felt a bit kind of tame compared to that. But yeah, I thought so. It's still all right, but yeah. not as good as it was. Yeah. Uh, all right, we'll go to the next one. What's the next? Uh, no, no Man's Sky. Uh, this video is Gamertag VR playing it with PSVR 2. I've heard all these people raving about how great it is on PSVR 2 because they added a patch for foveated rendering, eye tracked foveated rendering. So all these people yeah. are saying it's so much better now. But since I got a 4090, I was like, well, let me see if No Man's Sky is, is better. Their performance was better, but it still looked like shit. Like, this is a game where I cannot play it. And I'm not normally that worried about graphics. Like, I love Compound. Um, but this game's... It's so shimmery, and there's so much aliasing that I, I just can't enjoy it. But people are saying you can turn on, like temporal, you can turn anti aliasing on like temporal. I, I do have it on, so oh, uh, I have it on. Okay, well, when you have anti aliasing on, it makes it extremely blurry. It's it's terribly blurry. All of the there's there's DLSS, there's DLAA, there's TAA, there's I don't know, maybe there might have been FX AA. I can't remember. I tried all of them and they all sucked. All of the anti-aliasing looked horrible on my index. Um, Gary, I was talking. Gary did some videos about No Man's Sky, and he said it didn't look good on his index, but he said that it. He found that it looked better on his Quest Two and his Pimax Crystal. Like, yeah, it, it wasn't as blurry. I don't know why that that would change. Mm. How the anti-aliasing it, looks. I was listening to the reclaim. Uh, re- what's it called? Recentered, recentered uh, podcast. Gary was talking about how uh, he literally ended up borrowing someone's PSVR two, mm-hmm. and 
he's bought it off him just for for No Man's Sky because he said it looks it's better on PSVR two than it is on PC. Yeah. So I would be interested to know what it's like. Um, I think that I mean I've tried this three times now and I've been massively underwhelmed by like how this game looks. It just looks even yeah. even with some tweaks to make it look better, like anti-aliasing wise. I just find that the worlds don't look that great. Like they don't yeah. look. With my appeal, like, sorry. Go on. With my forty ninety, I could put it on, on all ultra, and the performance yeah. was still was still okay. It still looked like shit to me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I've tried it on ultra, even though the frames weren't ideal, just to see if like, okay, if I got this running on ultra, would I enjoy it? Uh, things like the clouds look all pixelated, and it's because they're procedural like clouds, mm -hmm. they don't look very good in VR and. Just the general planets look kind of bland, and they're just like, this one's a blue planet, this is a green planet, and then they've just got some weird shit around. And yeah, I just have no interest in this game. And it, it's one of them that I'd play if, if the if the um, the planets looked really cool and stuff. Just to try and look at different planets, I'd probably want to. I'd probably want to play it just to visit different planets and see all the different cool worlds and stuff. Mm -hmm. But they don't look that great, so I I just find myself not really that interested in it. Yeah. Yeah, there's so many people who rave about it. I just don't get it. All right, well, I guess that's all. Yep. Next one is the one we played together. Oh. And this is our video. There you are with your minigun. Nice. Yes. Yeah, so uh, yeah, well, well I talked about it last time. What, what did you say? Uh, I talked about it last week, so. Yeah, yeah, so this video is us playing co-op realism mode. Um, we played for a little while, then I decided we should probably be recording this, but the part we didn't record, uh, I, I, th I, I thought, I don't know. I did a lot better in this video. I ended up just, you have to revive me a million times. Realism mode is no joke. Like you get shot once or twice and you're dead. Um, this is just us in the, like the little, the little, uh, hub area where you can just shoot guns and an F around. We, ha we haven't uh, started the mission yet, but we started a mission and we were just like dead immediately. Uh, let me see. I'm fast forwarding. Yeah, it was, I mean, we'd been playing for a while, so that probably affected your enjoyment. And it was, it, there was like a bit of a difficulty spike on some of the levels, which made it really hard. So it wasn't a good showcase for the game, really. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm still enjoying it. I still think it's underrated, personally. I think, yeah, um, yeah, I think it's good. Uh, it's just realism mode is tough, but you do have a, a health, a syringe on your arm that you can just keep using. But here we are, we're like both having to revive each other, um, just getting destroyed. Yeah, you got to use cover. Like it's like in in solo, it's really hard because obviously if you die, you're dead. Whereas in uh, co-op, you've got the opportunity to revive each other and stuff, which does make it a little bit more bearable. You can play it in arcade. I mean, you don't have to play in realism mode. That's something we played. It's just this arcade, and you can turn the difficulty up and down, and that affects how much health the enemies have got and stuff. It's just the arcade. It's got like loads of HUD elements and stuff, like enemy health and numbers popping up everywhere and stuff like that. And I just can't stand that sort of shit. And I just preferred realism mode because I liked... It changes the way you have to play. You can't just 
run and gun. You have got to like take cover, think about your positioning a bit more. You know, you can't you can't just Rambo it. Um, I mean, maybe we should try the arcade mode and see what you think of it in that mode. But for me, I I prefer, I prefer these more tactical type of games. So that's how I'm enjoying playing it. And I think co-op especially makes it more enjoyable. Like it's still good solo, but playing it with a friend and having worked together and revive each other it obviously just makes it a lot more enjoyable for me. Um, yeah, I was more interested in what you thought, really, because obviously I already talked about it a lot last week. But um, last yeah. month, sorry. So this this level we're doing here, this is in the the second chapter. So we we finished the easier first chapter levels. And uh, that, so that's why the, I guess the difficulty ramped up. But God, if this is the second chapter, how what's like chapter eight and nine going to be like? I don't know. Oh yeah, they're going to be tough. Yeah, I like this game a lot. Like I'd rather play this game than any other Pavlov contractors, whatever, because it's more like I like campaign type stuff. So like Medal of Honor, I liked a lot. Um, yeah. And. Yeah, we don't have a lot of these games. It's funny how few of these games we've got in VR after so many years. Like, how many actual games can you play, sing even just single player, with like a story and like level based and everything that you're going through and all these set piece moments and stuff? We really don't have a lot. And when you think about non VR, it's just like the most popular genre in non VR. But yet in VR, we've all we've got is like multiplayer games. Really, I know it's obviously because of how hard it is to make these like good single player games like that but yeah it's um it's like when we do get one even though it isn't like the best game ever made i still find it enjoyable because the actual overall gameplay loop like what we we're talking about earlier with far cry 6 far cry 6 technically is a better game than this obviously it's like a triple a game with an open world and lots of variety and different things to do but i'd rather play this than far cry Six because in VR, motion controls and everything just makes it so much more fun to play as in the gameplay loop. So that's why I got bored of non-VR stuff because of the gameplay loop just is so repetitive. I've played it so many times, whereas VR just brings something new to, to the to the gameplay and it just makes it more enjoyable. So this is why I feel like when we do finally get these like big AAA games like far cry and stuff like that in vr like proper full games like that it's just going to be phenomenal i mean we've already seen it in in stuff like with the resident evil mods and stuff like playing through the resident evil games even though it's not obviously it's quite the same game you're still obviously walking around with a gun and shooting and stuff it's so good in vr yeah it's just like it, it's just mind-blogging how good it is compared to playing it flat so this is the sort of stuff that even though it's not the best if you enjoy playing vr games and like shooting guns and stuff but you want a bit more of a structure and a levels and you know your progression and everything then personally i think this is a good game for that i just saw that i reached for a door i don't remember in this game other can you actually physically no. open doors it's a button no press? they're all kind of auto okay no it just opens when you trigger you, you, like you trigger because we had to go back and get like a, a document and then ah, it triggers yeah. the door to open okay yeah i already forgot Dead. Dead. Revive me. But yeah, I think we'll probably not talk about it again because there's not really much more to say. But ultimately, I just think if you like this sort of game, you'll know if you like it by looking at it and you want a single player game that you can also play co op, which isn't, you know, multiplayer or a roguelite, then I think it's good. Yeah. 
I'm just gonna go. Then there are levels like this. I don't know where where this is supposed to be. Like more desert type levels. Yeah, um, it's a decent variety. Yeah, we had some bugs where like our guns would disappear, some weird stuff, but that doesn't normally happen, does it? No, I mean overall, it's it's had patches and stuff, and it's still classes early access on PC as well. So I don't know if they're going to keep improving it. Um, what do you think to the reloading? Because obviously the big controversy with this was that it's not got full manual reloads. Fine by did me. Did you find that bothered you? No, it didn't bother yeah. me at all. I think people put two. I mean, I don't. I don't want a game that's got like an auto reload or a button press reload. Yeah. But this does enough, personally. I think where you. You you know you press a button to reject the mag. You bring the magazine up. You pull it up, and you're doing most of them work. It's just mm -hmm. don't get to cock the gun. You know if it's empty, that's the only difference really. So. Yeah. All right. So the next one on the list is Jupiter Grad Two. Oh, well, this is going to be a bit of a, a one eighty for me, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you like it less, and I like it more. Than we did last month. Yeah, yeah. I've, this, not, I've not gone back to it after I spoke to you. Yeah, yeah. This is my video. I was really frustrated at this point. You get this purple upgrade, and what you have to do with these is, uh, there are these uh, purple. Did you get to these purple things? No. Okay. No. Well, I haven't got to the guns yet. God, I wish you did get to them. I want to see you suffer. Um, <laughs> these, these purple beams that you shoot them and then, uh, it causes them to come together and that's the only way you can get across, but you have to time all of this perfectly. This right here, I'm showing you the map. The map is huge. Yeah. And this isn't They're even big, showing yeah. all of it because at this point in the game, I hadn't unlocked it all. It's a much bigger game than the first. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, so Last month, I was complaining that there's really long corridors and lots of backtracking. And yeah, I still feel the same way. Lots of long corridors and lots of backtracking. That's You're going to have to like that formula. It's a Metroidvania formula. But it, it does get really tedious. When I was playing this, I felt a lot like I was playing Tears of the Kingdom. Like, not that this is... Something. Huh? I've just noticed something in your footage. Oh, you did? You know? You've not got a cursor on, have you? Yeah, I didn't have a cursor on in this in this video, and it was later in the video I realized. Oh wait, I don't have my cursor on. So yeah, having the cursor on helps you realize where you're uh, pointed. The first yeah, game, I tried without the cursor. It was really hard without the cursor. Yeah, but then it makes you see these HUD items that you don't want to see. I wish you could just have the cursor and no HUD bullshit. Oh, I didn't. Oh. Yeah, yeah, so like your health, your shield health, and maybe some other things too. If you turn yeah. on the cursor, it shows all that. Um, I don't know what I was saying. There was a, I thought there was a separate menu for the cursor. Like you could turn it on and off separately. When I turned it on, it turned on. I had to see other HUD stuff too. Huh. Yeah, there's okay. a point in this video where I turn it on. But this is a pretty long video. I'm showing the guns. Like you can get, you get gun upgrades where you get mini guns and stuff. Um, so this part right here, where I'm really struggling, I ended up getting so used to it that I just breeze through it now. Like there, there are a bunch more places in this game that are harder than this part, where right. I just, I was, you have to get used to it. And so, like Tears of the Kingdom, 
it was a game. This is a game where I, like I felt compelled to keep playing it. Like every time I I played VR, I was like, all right, I'm gonna play Euper to Grad again. Just like Tears of the Kingdom, I was annoyed as hell in Tears of the Kingdom, but it was like I have to, I have to beat, I have to get through it, I have to beat it. Um, so there's something about it that kept me coming back. Like I love the the movement mechanics and stuff, but it did yeah. feel really tedious. And I beat it. I think it might have taken eight hours, so it's a pretty long game. Yeah, I. I like it now more than I did last month, but you got to be really patient. Yeah, I like it less. Yeah, you like it less. See, that that thing was pissed me off so many times, that thing that they have in the middle. It's there intentionally yeah. just, to, just to fuck you up. Yeah, that's, that's one of the big problems I have with, with this game mm -hmm. is that it kind of lacks flow. And yeah. as you're trying to get through the game, there's always just shit in the environment that you just kind of get snagged on and it stops your progress. Yeah. And what you mentioned obviously last week, last month as well, like with the doors closing on you for the checkpoints, mm -hmm. that's also starting to annoy me because you can never just get into this flow where you're just flowing through the levels. I'm always feeling like I'm bumping into something, getting snagged on something, like you said, with them things on the ceiling or there's always something there that just stops you from progressing and... I just, it just starts to like the movement just starts to frustrate me to the point where like I just find it annoying. Um, and I've found myself just not wanting to play it really, as well as like what Simplex men, men said about backtracking. Yeah. Like the game's got so much backtracking now. Um, and that also kind of is starting to get me annoyed having to get through these. It's the combination of the fact that it has the problem with the flow and you've got the backtracking combined it's kind of like a bad combo where it just starts to become a bit frustrating trying to just progress through the game because you're having to go back through the same bits you've come through getting snagged on parts of the environment and stuff it's just fucking annoying to me <laughs> if you play it more and get to this purple shit i want to see video of it <laughs> i'll record it if i get to that point i will go back to it because it's not a bad game. I can't really say like it's terrible. It's just, it's just missing that little bit of a. F I feel like they, they've put all this stuff in the environment to make it look better, but at the same time, it kind of like that. Look, you you get banging your head on stuff, and you're just like bouncing off stuff, or getting snagged on something on the floor, or just getting stopped because you've got to go through a checkpoint, and it's just. I never feel like I'm just flowing through a level. I always feel like I'm just kind of clumsily, kind of just like just making it through just like you know it just don't feel that satisfying a gameplay loop for me it just yeah. it miss, it's missing that some that little something i feel like the first game wasn't as bad i don't i can't remember was the yeah game, the first game, first game was game so like short that? the first game was like maybe an hour and a half yeah and uh yeah i had way more fun with that than this game but second game's harder i think that's the big thing that yeah. they've really pushed the the, the the entire thing now is just like making it harder and having all these different obstacles and hazards and stuff to to avoid, and in some ways that makes the game less enjoyable. Um, but obviously, if it was just more of the same and it was easy, then I'd probably be complaining that it's too easy. So yeah, I don't know. You can't really win, can you? <laughs> I just for me, it's just it's just over that balance of fun to challenge to the point where it's just becoming a little bit annoying for me personally. Yeah, what else was I going to say about it? Um, 
you you don't know where to go a lot of times. The game doesn't do a good job of telling you like what area on the map. So you'll be like, all right, well, where do I need to go now? And the game sometimes, maybe intentionally, they just don't tell you. Like they want you to like figure it out. Right. Which I got because sometimes I would okay. Here I am getting stuck in these pipes. Um, so that's a Metrovania problem though. Like a, a good Metrovania lets you figure out, lets you kind of tells you where you need to go without really telling you. Mm -hmm. It's like just part of the level design. But a bad Metrovania, I've played Metrovanias which have just like really fucking sucked because. Obviously, the whole point is that you have this big map that you've got to like keep coming back to certain areas with new abilities, and sometimes you just don't know where the fuck you need to go, so you end up just getting stuck. Not not because you can't figure out a puzzle or anything; it's just because you don't even know where you're supposed to be going. And that, I think that's the worst type of kind of shit in a video game that exists to me: just not knowing where to go. Yeah. Don't most Metroidvanias give you some way to fast travel, or or is that not a thing? Because you have no fast travel. Like, There's no fast travel in this game. Yeah, I think it depends on the game. Like, some games do. Will, Will of the Wisps, that, that, had, uh, that had kind of... Yeah, that had fast travel. I think... Um, I think yeah, the first one... I think the first Ori game didn't. Because I looked it up, actually, because no. I was curious. Well, the first yeah. Ori game wasn't really a Metroidvania. It was more just a level-based kind of game. Uh -huh. um, the, the, it's the... Because one thing that annoyed me about when we're going off to off topic here, but Will of the Wisps, if you don't know, it's like a 2D platform, a really cool 2D platform where you control this little cute little character. And um, the problem I had with that game is that I did one thing where I went through all this sand area and um, I got through the sand area and then I got to the end, but I couldn't, I couldn't quite get to the boss because I needed a, an ability that I didn't have. Hmm. It wasn't gated to the point where I couldn't get to that area before. So I'd made it all the way through this area, basically. Mm -hmm. And then I couldn't get to the final area to like finish the boss and finish what I needed to do. So then I had to kind of go all the way back. And I think I tra fast traveled back and did something else. So that was one thing that annoyed me about that game. But other than that, it's a great game. Yeah. Yeah, I beat yeah, Will of the Wisps. And yeah, that was awesome. It's one of my, one of my favorites. Um, but maybe if it didn't have fast travel... Maybe I wouldn't like it at all. Uh, all right, so we'll go to the next one. So we both played this, Egression. This is a escape the room type of game. I think there are only two actual escape rooms in this. There's one that's they called... They added a new one. They added a new one? No, they added, they added some stuff inside the main lobby. Oh, right. That's what it is. So there's like puzzles right. in the lobby area, but then there's the game room. And then the other one is like, it's like you're in a, I don't know if you're in a submersible or a submarine or something. So I was able to beat the game room one, but I almost gave up because it was, it was, it was hard. And it, I felt dumb because on the thing, it, it rated as easy. And it even showed one of those uh, bell curve graphs that showed how long it was taking people to beat it and uh i was like shit i'm gonna fall toward the uh the dumb end of this bell curve but i i finally figured it out but there was one puzzle with this jenga puzzle in there where i think it was designed poorly and uh it's not that jenga, jenga puzzle there's in the game room in that room right there that's the game room yeah it was 
just I don't think they did it right. I'm not gonna say why. But um then I did this this when we were in a submarine or submersible or whatever. And God, there was a lot of stuff you had to do. And I just kinda got to a point where like I don't know what the hell they want me to do and I gave up. But it's pretty good. It's high quality. It has it has physics. So like your hands don't go through everything. I'm like, I expect you to die three. So that's cool. It's it's a high quality escape room game. And I think they're going to add some more escape rooms. They need to it's, add co-op. Yeah, they need to add co-op. Yeah. And uh that's the main thing I wanted in this because I I've never done an escape room in real life, but this feels like a, an escape room. It feels like it's trying to simulate what a, a real life escape room is. Mm-hmm. So you're in like an actual place and everything and you you're walking around in just a, a general room with stuff you've got to move around rather than being like escape the room where but more gamified and i just i mean it's it's hard it's re- really hard mm-hmm. and i just spent a lot of time just not really knowing what i needed to do and i just gave up i never even finished the first one well part of that's probably because you didn't buy it I, I bought it so you probably were like oh you probably, probably. Were like yeah whatever but I was like, all right, I'm going to get my money's worth. So well, that's I, true. We could have yeah. refunded it, though. No, I think it's good enough to not not refund. And I think I got it on sale anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so am I going to go back? Into, I recommend it, yeah, but you, you got to be pretty patient. And the second one, I don't... Am I going to go back into it and try it again? Maybe? I'm curious about... I did some of the lobby puzzles and I'm curious about some of the others. There were some in there that were like, uh, the witness. And I think they said the lobby puzzles, they, they modeled after famous puzzle games that they like. So that's why one of them was like out of the witness and stuff like that. Yeah. So I guess that's yeah. it. Yeah. Pretty hardcore escape the room puzzle game. Yeah. If you like escape room puzzle games that are like more real life based, then you'll probably enjoy it. Yeah. If oh, I never tried that. Uh, putting a fork what? in the outlet. I should. <laughs> I should have tried that. Yeah. All right. Should I go to the next one? This was on sale. I had heard of this, but because it's a wave shooter, I was like, eh. Mother gunship forge. So, um, I think this exceeded my expectations. Actually. Okay. So I was impressed. It's a rogue. It's a rogue light where you can attach new upgrades, new weapons, and you attach, you can attach these connector pieces so that you could have like multiple guns on one arm or you could attach shields or you could attach like vials that give you upgrades, like make your shots more damaging or make them electrified or make them shoot acid. And so you have two arms, so you could end up having a crazy contraption of guns and stuff on each arm and you're so you're in a room and it's not like space pirate trainer where you have to just physically move around you can use your left stick to move around so you can move around in this you know decent size like circular area so i will a lot i find myself a lot of times just use strafing left and right while shooting so enemies will shoot at you enemies will fly in your face and hurt you that way and when you beat the level there will be two or three doors that are available to you. And like one will have say on it that it, if you go through that door, you'll get a weapon upgrade. This one will say you'll get money. This one will say 
you'll get gems or something. So you pick, you can pick which one you go through and then there, eventually you'll get to a boss. I got to the first level boss and beat that. And then I got onto like, I don't know, I guess the second level and got a little ways in and then I got, I got overwhelmed by enemies and died. And then, you know, when you die, just like most roguelites, then it's like, oh, now you've unlocked this ability. So you just keep dying and unlocking new abilities. So it's probably not a game that you'd want to play, Alex, because you don't like that type of thing usually. But I think it's a high-quality wave shooter. Uh, it was on sale for, I don't know, maybe 10 bucks. So I thought that was a good deal. Are you going to try it? Uh-oh. Alex? Sorry, I'm, can you hear me? Now I can hear you. Yeah, I'm sorry. I forgot. I, I was muted and I didn't. I forgot I'd unmute, I didn't to unmute myself. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna play it. You're not gonna try it, okay? Because it's a. It's roguelike. not my worst nightmare. It's a roguelike wave shooter. I mean, it's like yeah. two things that I hate. So. Yeah. All right. That's what I figured. Um, I don't think I have anything else to say about it. I guess that's it. Uh, so we'll go to the next one. Ragnarok. This I think is my favorite VR rhythm game. It's definitely my favorite VR rhythm game. I went into it because I had paid for a bunch of DLC. They have like there's tons of songs in this now, and I just hadn't done all the songs, so I just went in and did all the songs. Then I noticed that Ivan, a guy we play with sometimes, he and he's on on Alex's Discord. He had some uh, songs where he beat me, and also we played multiplayer, and he was beating me. So I was like, "All right, let me, uh, let me, uh, you know, get number one on the leaderboard." So I went through a bunch of songs where he was number one, and I, he's now number two on most of those. I still have some more work to do, but yeah, he's gonna have to go in there and uh, reclaim his his throne. Um, so as you can see in this game, you you know you're you're just hitting these four drums as these notes come, but the more you do in a row, and the more you have to hit them, if you hit them perfectly, it'll you'll get this uh, electrical lightning effect. Hitting them perfectly is hitting the timed perfectly and in the perfect center of the drum. The more of those you get, the faster you'll be able to do this special the special ability where you hit your cymbals and then all the, the guys in the boat will go like, Rawr! and then that it gives you kind of a, a, a boost of speed. So you have to be good at doing that to be able to do well in the songs. And so you'll get an initial boost ability, but if you wait and just keep hitting drums and let it power up to the second level, the first level is like white and bluish. The second level is yellow, like or goldish. That's when you really want to hit the symbol because that's when you have like the, the super powerful boost. Um, so I guess uh, I don't know. And uh, there was a recent update where they added two more songs. They keep adding more songs to it, but I haven't gotten to play those yet because they yeah they usually do a Halloween update. So have you played this any other than multiplayer? No. I just can't. I can't get angry at this game. I, I'm usually pretty good at rhythm games, but for some reason, I just can't get the timing down. So I miss mm -hmm. my beats all the time. Like when you when we did that multiplayer time with you, Josh and uh, Ivan, it was just I was just right at the back. Like I sucked. Mm -hmm. So 
But you're I good at can't. Beat Saber, right? Yeah, I love Beat Saber. And I don't like um, Beat Saber at all. It's funny. Yeah. I think the music's better in this. I like the music more in this than Beat Saber. Um, okay. It's just, I just can't for some reason get the hang of the... I've tried tweak because they've got loads of like settings and stuff where you can tweak the angle of the handles and the the drum height and stuff. And I've tried tweaking it all to try and get it so that I can hit things on beat. And I just always seem to be slightly off. Hmm. I don't know what it is. Don't know why. And you can do custom songs in this. So I went to this site. I don't know if it's called Ragna Songs, and you can download them there. And then you just you just dump them into a, a folder, and then there, there they are in your game. But they were the ones that I got were way too hard. It was insane. Yeah, when it, most custom songs are like ridiculously hard because people who make them are already like majorly good at the game, so then they'll just make really hard songs to do. The same with Beat Saber, like a lot of Beat Saber stuff is just really ridiculously hard songs that I can't mm. do. Um, okay. All right, well, we'll go to the next game. I play, I saw that you've played this. I don't know how you would say it. Dagon? Dagon? It was in this? your it was in your library, or it said that maybe you added it to your library but never played it. Uh, oh, I think it's I might. HP is Lovecraft. Is it, like, it like a really short thing? Like a, yeah, it's short. Like it's short. It's short, but I didn't even make it through it because this is probably maybe the worst thing I've ever done in VR. It's overwhelmingly okay. positive on Steam. Right, and I couldn't. I, Fifteen minutes, I was like, "All right, I gotta quit. I can't do this," because you just, you're just, you just stand there. You can't locomote anywhere, and so it's you'll level flat as well, isn't it? It's not, yeah, not just yeah. VR. That's why it has so many reviews. And you just yeah. look around. All you do is look around while this guy talks, and then you'll look yeah. for something that you can click on, and then you click on it, and then it makes the guy talk more. He's basically reading a book to you, and you just yeah. That's what I remember yeah. now. Yeah, that's I did the same thing. I never finished it because it was just I was like, "What the fuck is this? Not even a game, really." It's I just know. A, it, it, yeah, it's, it's like a story. I didn't realize that before I went in, so I was so I was just so disappointed. I thought at least I'd be able to walk around and stuff. Like I thought maybe it was a puzzle game. So I left. I I, I don't know. I left a negative review. Um, just because it had so overwhelmingly positive reviews. I was like, what are these people talking about? I guess you have to be some sort of HP Lovecraft fan. Yeah, it's got a massive following, all the HP Lovecraft stuff. So mm -hmm. anything HP Lovecraft, you'll just get a, a certain amount of people who play it just because it's that, that theme or whatever. It's like a person who designed something. I don't know what are the books or something. I don't know what they are, but... Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so, like, the graphics were pretty nice, but that's all it has going for it. All you can do is spin around 360 degrees and just look around while this guy talks, and he doesn't stop talking. It's a story. I mean, that's all yeah. it is, really. Uh, like, visually, it's nice. And the other thing as well is, like, I think I was on this boat section, and because I've got this really... I've got this fear of this, like, ocean and stuff, I think it was... Uh -huh. I was just like, okay, I need to get out of it. Because it's... Thing with HP Lovecraft as well is it's um it's kind of spooky and there's like squids you're, and shit. You're expecting a sea monster to come out of the water, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, something's gonna happen here, and I think I just mm. put the headset, the headset off. 
I can't I handle. Wish, I wish something happened. Like that. Nothing like that happened. Well, we're watching it now. Maybe we should watch it. <laughs> yeah, let's just yeah. let's just. It's the whole Let's damn game. This video, I think, is the whole game. So, yeah, here here I got to this part, and there's just, like, some squid, squid things. Shit. But they're just, they yeah, I was just expecting, sit there. I was expecting them to come out at me while I was in the boat. I think that's mm -hmm. why I took the heads off. So are you never going to play Subnautica again? I played a bit. I played a bit of it. I went back into it because they got that motion control update. Okay. Um and I got I got to a point where I one of those um what they call them the, the reaper big ones. the reaper yeah mm -hmm. I got one of those chasing after me and I got stuck in a cave and I drowned mm -hmm. because I it was just wouldn't leave me alone it wouldn't leave me I was in the in the cave waiting for it to piss off and it just wouldn't leave me alone I just drowned in the cave and then I, I the thing with Subnautica is as well is it's so fucking annoying like I I know you like I just cannot stand these survival games where you just like. Like Valheim was the same for me. Like you, you and Josh played it for ages. Like just <laughs> disappearing off and doing mining and collecting shit. And I just get so bored with it. And Subnautica is the same, but you've got to also come up for air all the fucking time. Obviously, I think at a certain point you get things that help with that. But I, yeah. I put a few hours into it, and it was like you were still having to. I got like this sea glide thing, which you can zip around on, which made things a little mm -hmm. bit better. But you're still having to kind of collect resources, you, come back, manage your inventory, build you need the upgrade. You need the sea moth. Once you have that, you have air. That's what I was trying to do. But the sea moth, like you've, you've, you've got to kind of search around for these blueprints and stuff yeah, so that you can build more stuff. And it's like the whole gameplay loop is you just going out, exploring, finding shit, bringing it back to your base, Keep doing that over and over again. It just drives me nuts. I should just give you my save file, maybe. Maybe that would work. And then you'll have a Seamoth and all that shit. And then you can just... There is an explore mode um, where apparently you can just explore. But I don't know whether that, like, maybe you don't have oxygen and shit. But I want a vehicle to be able to move around in. Like, I enjoyed that being on that sea glide thing, being able to, like, zip around faster. Mm -hmm. I thought that was more enjoyable. The Seamoth um, is way better than that thing. Yeah, because you're inside, aren't you? Like you're inside yeah. an actual. And it's a lot thing. faster. Yeah, maybe I don't know. I'll, I'll probably never go back to it. Who am I kidding? All right. <laughs> All right. So, since I was talking about the forty ninety, this isn't my video. This is somebody else's video. I used VR Mark Blue Room to test. I've been using that to test my my cards in VR. Um, ever since I had a ten eighty Ti. So the what. The blue room test, I'm fast forwarding, looks like this. And back when this first came out, VRMark, this was like pretty taxing on a system. So I have here, my 1080 Ti could do 62 frames per second in this. And I this, all of these tests are with the same i7-8700K CPU and 32 gigs of RAM. So 62 for the 1080 Ti, my 3080 got 105 frames per second, my 3080 Ti got 131 frames per second, and my 4090 got 254 frames per second. That's, that's insane to go from the 3080 Ti at 131 frames per second to the 4090, 254. That shows you how yeah, much more powerful trouble. it is. It's insane. It's, like, it's a massive jump. It yeah. really is. It's impressive yeah. about the. I mean, the the thing's massive. The car's obviously huge. 
Um, but yeah, it's it's one of the things that I'll just keep waiting because I can still run stuff with my card that I've got, and eventually there'll be some. You know, like the five thousand series will come out, and then the six thousand series. There'll be a point where, because when I jumped up, I went from a ten eighty to a thirty eighty, mm-hmm. and that was like double. But now it's double again, like yeah. between a thirty eighty and a forty ninety. So then, what's it going to be at a fifty series? You know, five thousand series is going to be yeah. fucking triple what I'm at now, <laughs> or what's it going to be like quadruple what I'm at now? I mean, it's like at a certain yeah. point, I will probably have to change again. The main problem I've got is I can't I can't fit a forty nine in my case, so I'd have to get a new case, and then I'd have to get a new motherboard. I'd have to get, and my, I could do with upgrading my my CPU and memory and stuff anyway. So when I next do my upgrade, it's going to be like a full PC build ultimately. So I'll just wait as long as I can. I must have a big ass case because the forty ninety fits easily in there, no issue at all. I've got a um, small form factor case, uh, so it's not okay. like a regular size case. All right. Um. um so what was I gonna say? I yeah I wasn't I, the only reason I I got the forty ninety is I read that the the five thousand series isn't coming out till like twenty twenty five. So I said, all right, screw it. I mean, the main thing I do is gaming, VR gaming. So so why not? When did but the, it, when did the forty nine to come out? The forty ninety came. When did it come out? Shit, I don't know. Did last year. Uh, I gotta now. I gotta Google it. I don't know. I think it I, was every two years they bring a new card series I, out into. I bought my thirty eighty Ti in February twenty twenty two for a stupid price. I mean, like almost the same price as the forty ninety is what I bought the thirty eighty. That's when they were Ti. like, that's when they were like crazy priced and then the whole mining boom and everything. Yeah, they, they were stupid. Stupid money at a certain point. Yeah, and the forty ninety. I don't think it was even announced yet. The forty ninety came out October. It says October twelfth. Yeah. What? Wait. Two thousand and. Yeah. Oh, okay. October twelfth, twenty twenty two. I guess. So I got the thirty eighty Ti February twenty twenty two. It's been a year. I guess I had no idea. Yeah, it's been a year. And when yeah, so, so when the forty ninety came out. I I can never get these cards when they first come out. Like they're never available. Um. Yeah, I've only ever done it once with a thirty eighty, and I had to sit on. I had to wait for the actual launch, like time, mm-hmm. and then I had to sit on a third. Per, I, I, there was no chance on the main like founder founder cards. I had to go on like a another you know supplier, and I sat there immediately tried to order it and it took me two hours yeah, to get to the checkout and check out god because it was just running so slow because of the amount of people that were trying to use it yeah and i eventually got a checked out and all the initial sales had gone so mm. it took i got i got an order in but it would took i think like a month and a half for my card to finally arrive i didn't get like the first batch or anything but yeah it was crazy but that went 3080 launched and everything it was just absolutely nuts how I don't think they've had as much demand. Like you can get, I think you can get all of cards now a lot easier. Like with yeah. the forty ninety, was it the same when that came out? Was that sold out? I don't know. Yeah, I think they were sold out. Um, I'm, I'm sure I would have looked at them then. And it was ages though, wasn't it? When the, when the three thousand came out, it was it was quite a while. You were still struggling to get hold of them. 
Yeah. Because there was a certain point where even months after, like six months after I had my card, I could sell my card on for profit. Like I could have sold my 3080 and made money on it because they were still fetching, they were fetching such a premium. Whereas mm. now, I don't think that's just, I don't think that's just like that anymore. No. Um, I think yeah. I sold my. You can just get them. So I sold my 3080 to get my 3080 Ti, and I sold my 3080 Ti to help get the 4090. But uh, I I didn't get good money at all. I sold it for I sold the 3080 Ti for 600 something on eBay, and I paid 16 something. Yeah. You know? So uh, not a good. Was it? Profit. That was massive. You paid massive amounts for that, then, didn't you? Because I paid yeah, paid seven hundred pounds for my thirty eighty. That was new on launch. My ex wife got the thirty eighty for me as a present for like Christmas or birthday or something, and she paid over a thousand. Yeah, like because that's how hard they were to get. Um, yeah, that's what I mean. You could you could sell them for more money than you paid for them for a while for months. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that it's not like that. And I, I'm hoping that when this next batch comes, maybe I'm in a position where I will like upgrade and everything because it's like, especially with the mods and stuff, like with you saying, like with Luke Ross mods and stuff, there is definitely, we're reaching a limit with these 30 series cards now to the point where I could do with probably upgrading my PC a little bit. But I want to get a PSVR 2 first anyway, so I'll probably do that. Really? I don't. I, I wouldn't get a PSVR two until there's a PS five Pro, and there's no reproject, you know, no reprojection. Maybe that'll happen. I mean, I'm I'm selling my house, so once my house is sold, oh, um, yeah. I'll definitely be getting one. Okay. Uh, or if my financial position improves, but uh, yeah, I definitely want one. I want for Grand, I want one for Gran Turismo Seven more than anything. Oh yeah, you love that stuff. Big, yeah. Yeah, I'm a big car nerd, so that's yeah. sort of like my dream game uh, okay. right there. Alright, we'll go to the next thing. So he was talking about the PSVR 2. Here's another headset that just recently got announced. They met a Quest 3, but, I mean, everybody knew pretty much everything about it. It was like, I don't know, it's probably all intentional leaks by Meta. Um, but yeah, we knew everything about it, except what we didn't know if it was one screen or two, because Quest 2 is one screen. Uh, and we found out, on I think on release day is when we found out that it's actually two screens, which is great. That means real IPD adjustment. So it's going to have full IPD adjustment. So instead of Quest 2 had just those three IPD settings, that was the main reason I, I couldn't keep it. And I decided, F this thing, I'm selling this. Was My IPD was somewhere in between the first setting and the second setting. And so this will have screens that move with the lenses when you adjust the IPD. So people with wider uh, IPDs will have more field of view. And it's going to be obviously, well, actually the weight isn't lighter, but it's going to be s supposedly better balanced because it's going to have pancake lenses. So everything's going to be closer to your face. So people that have tried it say it, it feels much better. Even with this jock strap, because it's it's a jock strap like like on the Quest Two, but I've heard yeah. some people say the strap isn't any better. It's like the same shitty strap. Uh, so it's twenty five. Yeah, you, you wouldn't use the strap. Yeah, 
I'm so okay. So what I I ordered one, but just for my dad. I ordered the 128 gig for 500 bucks for my dad because my dream is getting him in walkabout and like stuff like that because he loves sports. So he would play walkabout. Maybe he would play golf plus. Maybe some sort of baseball game with me. Shame. That's the dream. I put him in my Quest One, and I put him in super hot. And he said he was feeling dizzy and and shit. So I. I'm hoping the higher refresh rate, lighter feeling headset, uh, maybe a game where you're not all shooting and punching and shit. Maybe he'll be able to take it. I don't know. He's in his 70s, so I'm not so sure. Uh, So the Quest 3 is 25 pixels per degree. As I said, pancake lenses. From what I've heard, okay, David Heaney, of upload VR, he says these are the best lenses he's ever tried on any headset. And it has great edge-to-edge clarity, giant sweet spot. So this headset that I ordered, it's going to come to me first for me to try. Then I'm going to yep. set it up and put games on it and stuff for my dad. And then I'm going to either bring it to my dad or, or ship it to him after I've made my assessment. One issue with this thing, yep. though, is there's no, like... There's no uh, DisplayPort connection to your PC. You're going to have to do a USB cable to your PC or wireless. So it's going to be compressed. So I don't know how compressed it's going to look. I have a Wi-Fi 6E router. I bought this thing a year ago in anticipation of these Wi-Fi 6E headsets coming out. So I'm finally going to get to try it. And a bunch of the games, the standalone games, are getting upgraded. So I don't know if you've seen those comparison videos. They're they're pretty impressive. Have you looked at any of those? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Red Matter 2. Um, Saints and Sinners. And Walking then... Dead Sinners. Saints and Sinners. I yeah, saw I mean... Golf Plus. That's getting... I was interested in that because that's probably a game he'd play with me. It looked a lot better on Quest 3. Yeah, I mean, it's just so... It's double the power. It's like... It's like going from a 3080 to a 4090 in the Quest land, isn't it? So it's like, yeah. it's going to, at a minimum, they're saying that it'll automatically increase the resolution of games. So like, if you've got, even if a developer doesn't actually do anything, you're going to get high resolution image compared to the Quest 2. I mean, I, I mean, how many, try, I don't know if you, how many games you've tried on the Quest 2, but I've been massively under, massively under impressed by the Quest 2 like visuals every time I jump into it it's so fuzzy low resolution shimmery you've got like the foveated the fixed foveated rendering around the edges which I always end up seeing a lot in a lot of games mm-hmm. texture resolutions really low and bad obviously just generally a lot of games like just look terrible um so I'm just looking forward to developers having a better system to develop for because obviously a lot of developers are developing just for the quest 2 and we're getting kind of mild upgrades for pc or psvr 2 so if they i think now a lot of developers in fact i know they are because i've spoken to some developers are actually focusing their efforts on the quest 3 because they're saying that eventually the quest 2 is going to stop getting supported so for them it makes no sense to make a quest 2 version and then upgrade it to quest 3 they're making a quest 3 version of the game then they might, you know, try and downgrade it for the Quest 2. So they're going to have that extra power. So we're already going to start to see, even though the Quest 2 still needs to be supported by a lot of developers, I think we are going to see a benefit overall for the industry already 
once the Quest 2 isn't necessary to be supported, which it won't be in a couple of years, then it's going to make a huge difference to the overall quality of the VR games that we get, I think. Yeah. And Asgard's Wrath 2, you get for free if you order it until sometime in January, I think. And that's a game I Are want anyway. in that game? Oh, yeah. You? I am because I, I love the first one. I love the first one, but a lot of the appeal was just like the visual spectacle of it. Mm-hmm. Like the combat was pretty dull. Um, and now it's kind of the opposite. Now it's not as much of a spectacle, but it's more combat. So yeah. I think if they can improve the combat, it could be good. But everything I've seen visually has underwhelmed me. Um, I'm hoping that's, that's quest, quest I'm hoping that's Quest 2 graphics. Hopefully. I'm thinking like, I, I don't f- see why they would show Quest 2 graphics when they've got the Quest 3. I feel like what you're seeing in fact they don't even say that i think they said like in engine or something do you know like they do that bullshit where it's, it's like in uh, engine it said not... in engine too i'm sure because they because of the, they're made in unreal or whatever aren't they so they can mm. kind of capture the footage directly in the engine mm. it's representative of what it's going to look like overall but it doesn't like it'll have a higher resolution and stuff like that so i mean I can't imagine that they're going to be showcasing the Quest 2 when they've got the Quest 3. And that's kind of the launch title, isn't it, for the Quest 2? I feel 2, like I remember 3. hearing that, though. I remember, okay, so, like, remember that that thing where the developers were sitting with those influencers? I remember yeah. somebody telling me, I didn't watch the whole thing because it was annoying me too much, but somebody told me they did watch yeah. it, told me that the developer in that said, this is Quest 2 footage. Interesting. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what it looks like. And it's one of the things that, like, there's this and then there's Assassin's Creed, which we'll talk about in a minute, but I don't want to play them on my Quest 2. Like, I think they're going to be way better on the Quest 3. So um, you're not going to buy a Quest 3? No. Not for, okay. not for one game. I mean, I'm not really that bothered about Asgard Wrath, personally. It's mostly Assassin's Creed that I want to play. But, like, Asgard's Wrath. Two just looks really underwhelming from everything I've seen. It's got they've got this big thing where they're boasting sixty hours of gameplay, and for me that just means that it's going to be padded full of shit. Um, it, it, like the first game was twenty five hours to, for me to finish it, and that was a drag towards the end. So imagine sixty hours. That's what if plus, what if I not, try my dad's and then I tell you I'd rather use this thing over my index because of the lenses. And I will, I won't buy one, but I would. Maybe I would buy one. <laughs> uh, maybe I can get one. I think I've got to try and swindle one through my channel or something. I don't know. Yeah. You wouldn't but, need you wouldn't need the five twelve gig one because you're not going to be doing sh- that shit on it anyway. I would just get the yeah. I would just get the one twenty eight because mm-hmm. most of the stuff's going to be PC. I'm not going to yeah. play much standalone. Yeah. Anyway, and you know I can just delete games. Like I can play a game and delete it. It's not that big of a deal for me. Yeah. But. If you said it was like amazing and upgrade, even on PC with the compression and everything, mm-hmm. that would definitely be tempting. But then the other thing as well is battery. Because even if you, unless they've changed it, but even uh, like, because um, Josh is using a Quest 2 in PC with a, a link cable. Yeah. And he says that even though it's plugged in, it still uses the battery. It's not, it's still, it's charging it a little bit, but it's not, it's not got enough. Mm-hmm. bandwidth to charge it and display and everything at the same time so you still haven't got like unlimited battery even when it's connected by a wire if i like this uh, thing i'm going to get one of those battery straps where you have replaceable batteries that you just hot swap while you're playing 
Yeah, so that's the thing. Then it's not a five hundred dollar headset because then yeah. you're having to buy an extra head strap. You're having to buy yeah. headphones because the headphones are shit that are built. That I'm not gonna to do. Buy. Hopefully, hopefully I'd be okay with the audio out of the head strap. Hopefully, you might. Not, I don't think you're that bothered about audio. So it's probably no, not gonna no. bother you that much. But yeah. for me, the Quest Two audio is absolute dog shit. Um, I mean, I've got these wireless headphones, so I could potentially try and find a way to connect them, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then again, it's like you've got the battery situation, so you end up spending a few. I've got prescription lenses to get for it as well. Apparently, it's got um. Oh, that's a pain. Eye relief. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It has. It has eye relief. That's another thing we learned. So it actually, like the index, you can pull the lenses. That's. Why, I think that's why they've got the extra field of view because you can pull the lenses right up to your face. Um, it, yeah. All it, headsets should have that. The I mean, I the gasket moves. Whereas in our headset, the index, I think the lenses move. Is that the difference? Yeah, the lenses move. Yeah. There's a way of you, I know there's a way you you bring in the lenses right up to your eyes. Yeah. Um, which is obviously a massive bonus because that's how you get your extra field of view. Because uh, without, if I, if I dial the lenses out on the index, like the field of view isn't that great. It's my, mm-hmm. if, if I dial the lenses out the worst setting, it feels like I've got a Quest 2. Yeah. And, and like the blur, like the drop off with the lenses as well, like the blur, I move my eyes around, it blurs off really quickly. But whereas if I dial the lenses right in, because the sweet spot's closer to your eyes, I can look around a lot more. Yeah. Obviously, with the pancake lenses, apparently, like the sweet spot's massive anyway. Like mm-hmm. the lenses are apparently really impressive. So I think it's great. I really like what they've done. I think that it's, they've done it, they've taken the Quest 2, which was like this cheap, to me, I think. Some people will disagree, but I think the Quest 2 is a cheap shit headset uh, that was built on a real tight budget, which is why you've not got like adjustable IPD and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Quest 3 feels like it's like they've got all the shortcomings of the Quest 2 and then they've like improved every element of it, like comfort, the lenses, the eye relief, the fact that you've got a better field of view. There's it's no, just like, it just feels like... No tracking ring on the controllers. Yeah, that annoys me because sometimes yeah. I can feel it with my thumb and stuff. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's this is the like this is the headset that I think it, I think it's weird because I think the Quest Two in a lot of ways someone people have already gone on jumped on the Quest Two, tried it and probably not bothered with it anymore, mm-hmm. which could have already done enough damage to the point where they're probably not going to want to get the Quest Three. Yeah. Um, but the Quest Three is definitely the headset that we need to get people to try and say. You know what? This is actually pretty good. Uh, yeah. If my dad we'll will use it, then then that's that says a lot. So we'll see. Yeah, because he's not test. very he's not very tolerant. <laughs> is that where you get it from? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's where I get it from. Oh, he's less tolerant than me. Trust me. Yeah. All right. All right. So people have asked about this headset a lot. So I just I would I was gonna add this in here so there are like four there are like four new headsets now that are shipping basically or newish there's the big screen beyond for 9.99 um so this thing has 32 pixels per degree whereas quest 3 had 25 pixels per degree this thing is 127 grams so it's the lightest headset you're gonna you're gonna find it's a custom fit you have to they have to do a scan of your eyes with an iPhone to get your IPD and your face shape for your custom face gasket. It's pancake lenses. 
The reason I'm not interested in it is I've heard too many people say it has poor edge-to-edge clarity and a small sweet spot. I can't deal with that. So one reason I love Index is it has really good edge-to-edge clarity. Like I bought a G2 and the edge-to-edge clarity was really bad. And I was just like, ah, no, that's it. Returning this thing. So I can't. I can't. This thing's, I don't know if you can return it. After you've done a custom headset, you probably can't return it. Who knows? Mm-hmm. It feels like a really compromised headset where they've focused so much on size and the yeah. weight. It's got a lot of other issues. Like There's no built-in audio, not even just the headphones. It's got no microphone. Like, no, you literally I, can't. This, no, this thing has a microphone. It doesn't have. Sure? Yeah, it has a microphone. What you're thinking of is the Vario Aero. It doesn't. Oh. Yeah. Is it, oh, yeah. Yeah, this oh, has yeah, a mic, but you have to do an extra. They're, they're going to sell a third, like not a third party. They're going to sell a first party strap for uh, audio to your ears, or you can do headphones or earbuds or whatever. I should. I'm sorry, but that should be included. I don't really understand this whole thing yeah. where they send. It's a thousand dollars for a fucking headset that's just a headset. Yeah. Like, and you need controllers because it's a Steam VR headset, and you need base stations. And then, then they're on top of that, they're selling an extra thing for audio. It's like, no, this is a premium. If, if you're doing a premium headset, it needs to be premium quality across the entire board. You can't be having like, oh, it's premium on this part, but all the other parts are shit unless you buy extras to make it premium. No. Yeah. And then there oh. are people like Brad Lynch of Sadly It's Bradley. He, he's always wearing it in his videos and saying how much he likes it and then he's using it instead of his index. But like... I don't know if he's being sponsored. Who knows? I don't know. But, well, I don't he's, think so. But he's in VR chat all the time, so he doesn't play a lot of games. So I think for somebody like that that spends tons of time in VR chat, maybe, maybe this is a good idea. Depends on your priorities, don't it? Yeah. I just think for the price, I, I mean, it's not. I like the fact that it's so small and light. That's like a massive bonus. Mm-hmm. Like if it is genuinely really comfortable and it's, a, I mean, because obviously the index is pretty heavy, it's got to be said, even though it is still comfortable, more comfortable than the Quest, um, it is a heavy headset. And if you could have something on your face, which doesn't really feel like you've got anything on there really, mm-hmm. that would be obviously a massive plus. Like they haven't got a top strap or anything. So it's clearly light enough where you don't even need a top strap. Well, it might it might come with a top strap. They just don't show it in the picture. No, I've, seen, I've seen I've seen an ear to ear strap for this thing. Right. I'm not sure if it comes with it or not though. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I mean I'm not getting one. You're not going to get no, one. I don't. Well, I think I think it's going to be always going to be a niche thing that it's a, it's a, it's an upgrade for an index really or you know some sort of Steam VR headset. Because who in the right mind is going to go out and buy this and then on top of that have to buy the controllers and the base stations? You're talking, you know, like $1,600, $1,700 or something crazy. Um, and then again, I had, it's like two grand with the headphones and everything else in it, really, when you think about it. So, yeah. All right, so another one is the Vario Aero. This used to be double the price. It's now nine ninety. They They slashed it. And this thing is very high res. What is this? This is 35 PPD with uh, aspheric lenses, but it has no mic or audio built in. 
Uh, so that kills it this, for me right there. I, I've also this heard... Is the one that's got like the two screens where it's got like one screen that's really high resolution and then the others are... Is I that think, this one or is that... I think that's another Vario headset, but not this one. All right. This one is just one screen. Regular screen. Maybe it's the yeah. VR3 that's way more expensive that has the, 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 the super high-res screen in the center. Um... And this, I've heard that this has a small field of view. Um, so Gary tried one of these and he said, I think he said that, and I saw some other numbers of it that, where it had the smallest field of view of all the headsets that they were comparing. And I've also heard about distortion on the edges. I don't, I, I can't take distortion. I had a Pimax headset. That was one of the problems with Pimax for me. And what else? Um, well, this supposedly has great edge to edge clarity and big sweet spots. So it has that, but, uh, I can't deal with the other trade-offs, no mic, no audio, um, small field of view. I, I can't go forward and then take steps back at the same time on this index. Like you got to really beat the index for me to switch. Mm. Um, so I, I, even at 990, no, not interested. Um, so then there's the Pimax. Rather, what were you going to say? I was, I'd, rather, I'd rather have the Beyond than the, than the Vario at the Mario. same price. Well, I wouldn't. Mario, I, actually, I wouldn't because that edge-to-edge -edge clarity is so important to me. Like, you you haven't tried a G2, but it's super sharp in the, just in the very center. And then outside of that, it's blurry as hell. Like Yeah, but it's like there's nothing else. I, I can't take Vario's that. Vario's got nothing else going for itself other than clarity but it's like everything else is compromised where at least with the beyond it's got that lightness and it's got mm -hmm. yeah i mean I, i'm not going to buy either but i'm just saying out of the two that's the one I'd probably what i would do with for. this is i would i would add some um so like on my psvr1 i added uh some mantis uh clip-on headphone things and then i would add on some external third-party mic if i bought this thing <laughs> I would, yeah, you'd have to do that. It's just crazy know. that you have to spend that amount of money and then still have to bolt a load of shit to it. Yeah, and I know. It's just, I, you can understand if you're buying a Quest because it's a cheap headset. Yeah. So, like, you see all these Frankenstein things where they've got extra straps and wires coming down with freaking headphones connected and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But when you're spending $1,000 just for a headset, then having to spend more money and time on it, modifying it to make it actual do everything you want it to is just crazy to me. Yeah. So then there's the other option is the Pimax Crystal, which I would never buy, but it's $15.99. And Gary likes his. He's done a bunch of videos of it, but it's, I don't know how heavy it is, but it's, everyone says it's big and heavy. It's massive. Yeah. It's, it's massive, huge. Aspheric lenses, 35 PPD, the same PPD as the Vario Aero, but $15.99. And it, it's, it's inside out tracking, which I think I've heard isn't very good, but you can add a Steam VR faceplate. And then I guess you could use yeah. index controllers with it, I guess. But it's not an option to me. No. No, not at all. Can't trust Pimax as well because they just constantly bring new headsets out every freaking yeah. six months. And uh, I don't trust the customer support if yeah. you had problems or anything like that. So it says I, at the bottom left, 15-day returns. That sounds about right. They wouldn't let me return my 5K Plus after about that long. It was really yeah. tough getting to support you and to talk to me. All right, so that's it for the headsets. Yeah. Yep. 
Okay, so upcoming games. The Burst is a game we learned about recently, and this has a free demo coming out on uh, the 9th. What's the 9th? Is that like tomorrow or something? I don't even know what today is. Uh, Monday. Oh, Monday. All right. It's the 7th today. So. Yeah, so a free demo on Steam. I played it, but I can't talk about it. So. Oh, you played it. Mm. Yeah, right. I'm under NDA, but yeah, I played it. It's something to look forward to. Okay. Then uh, Zona Origin. This There's another game called Zona Project. This is a trailer. I it was I, the same game. They're not. I was wondering. I was curious, too. I haven't played Zona Project. Zona Origin is like more open world, whereas Zona right. Project was linear. And this trailer came from Steam. So it's like a really low res trailer. I couldn't find one on like YouTube. But even this low res, it looks pretty good to me. Like it looks pretty realistic. This forest. Mm. It looks pretty nice, actually. Yeah. Um, oh, it's, it's a Stalker game. It looks literally like Stalker. Yeah. I've never played any of those Stalker games, but I hear about I them all not, the time. I have not. I just know yeah. from like Into the Radius, there's another one where you've got like. It looks identical where you throw in stuff and you've got like entities and shit you've got to watch out for and anomalies yeah. or whatever. You this call movement it. is really slow. This maybe he's just being careful. Oh yeah, yeah, that's very slow. Yeah. So that um, demo you know, it comes out on October twelfth. All right. So okay. let's see. Seventh guest. That's probably a, what is that our most anticipated one. Definitely up there. There's some others like Bulletstorm I'm also looking forward to. But yeah, this is up there. Yeah. October nineteenth. Like, mm. Yeah, October nineteenth. There's a lot of stuff coming out. Well yeah. as we're Pe going over now. People that have tried this have been really positive. Yeah. So definitely looking forward. I never played it the original. You know, I played Mist and I played like uh Phantasmagoria. Did you ever hear of that game? Phantasmagoria. No, that was a PC, that. you know, CD-ROM game. It right. was spooky, full motion video type of game. Yeah. Um. So let's see the next game, The Wizards Dark Times Brotherhood. This is a f a free update to The Wizards Dark Times. I played all the right. way through that game. It was pretty good. It's not bad. Oh yeah, you played it too then. Okay. What's the update then? The update adds three player co op. And Ooh. yeah, three player co op and to then the main game. To the well I'm not sure if it's just the same it doesn't I don't think it's just the same game. Maybe it is. They uh I don't know. can you go to the Steam page and look? <laughs> I, <laughs> I have too much shit going on on my screen. Alright, you move on to the next one and I'll look yeah. it up. Yeah. So, but there's, they're also, they're, they also said they're going to like update the graphics and like it says enhanced oh, visuals. Shit. Maybe this, this, maybe this trailer says it all and I'm just not paying attention to what it's saying. Enhanced visuals. Um, let's just see what it's else. Dark, it's it gone dark in my room and I can't fucking see my keyboard. Oh. <laughs> I'm gone. I'm trying to blindly type. Let's just find the D key. Here we are. Unite with fellow wizards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, so maybe it's just the same 
the same game, but you can play it with your friends. That would be cool. Yeah. I enjoyed the game. Um, I never actually finished it. I got quite far into it. I can't remember why I stopped playing. Uh, here we go. Let me click on this. Okay, so this is in beta right, right now. Co-op challenges for up to three players. Uh. Recently. Yeah, I think it's just, I think it's a separate thing, maybe. I hate that you have to try and figure all this stuff out and they don't tell you. Full functioning gameplay loop consisting of three maps. Right, okay, uh, so it's not a main game. Uh, it's some sort of roguelite, probably, or something like that, where you can play co-op. Okay. Um, still, it's still worth looking at, because like yeah. I say, yeah, the game's good, and co-op's always fun. So. Yeah, this game has good gesture magic. Maybe... Maybe this is the best gesture magic I've ever used in a VR game, perhaps. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. All right. So then Vertigo 2, we talked about this last time. This comes out on PSVR 2 on uh, October 24th. Okay. And, uh, yeah. Oh, and Zach did an interview with Mr. VR Voice recently. If you want to, it's a pretty long interview. Right. So, Ghostbusters Rise of the Ghost Lord. This comes out... Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, October 26th on uh, PSVR 2 and Quest. I'm not going to get this. No, no PC. No PC. It's multiplayer only as far as I know. So, I, I'm not interested in that. Well, I was but, listening to Mike talk about it, and he said that it's so repetitive. It's like you're just, mm. blasting, you're just blasting ghosts constantly. Uh They've not, they've not done enough with like the formula, the Ghostbusters formula. Like they could have done like you know proton packs where you've got to kind of work together and all this sort of stuff. And it sounds like you're just blasting zombies with your freaking whatever you call your gun in Pro Ghostbusters. Pack. Is that is that the oh proton pack is the backpack? What's the beam called? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Apparently, right. someone was saying that when they were playing the the demo. And the boss fight apparently just got, went on for ages to the point where they were just bored. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like they've not really got that balance right of, you know, giving them a nice flow and pacing. It sounds like it's just the same shit over and over. Yeah. But co-op, um, yes, I'm not really that bothered that it's not coming to PC, let's put it that way. Yeah. All right, next game, Journey to Foundation. Another PSVR 2 and Quest only game. This comes mm -hmm. out October 26th. Same day as Rise of the Ghost Lord. Based on a book, I think, and it's a TV series as well, but I don't really know anything about it, but it looks good. Yeah. This is one I would be interested in if it was coming to PC. Um, but yeah, it's probably going to be one I'll have to wait for PSVR 2 to play. Yeah. Then, um, Out of Scale, a Kurzgesagt adventure comes out on the same day, October 26th. On Quest only. I'm trying to get it to load. There it is. You ever been? You ever watched a Kurz Gazat video? I haven't. Oh, they're heard of it. They're they're really good videos on YouTube. So that they do like science, space type of things. That's things that really appeal to me. And a lot of times, right. you know, they play with scale. So like here, they're doing molecular things. So I'm guessing sometimes you're going to be down at the like the maybe the electron level. Sometimes you're going to be out in the universe you know, doing space stuff. So that 
that right. is right up my alley. Yeah, like they're messing with organelles in the cell. So that'll probably be cool. So if I have yeah, a quest like by cool. then, I'll get it. Sorry. Looks more like an experience than a game, but yeah, uh, it looks like it could be fun. Something yeah. you could put someone in who's new to VR and show them, yeah. maybe. So then uh, the Devourer Hunted Souls. When does this come out? Oh, another October 26th game. There's a bunch of stuff coming out October 26th. Is this some sort of um, this Halloween is a hard, thing? Yeah, it's it's... It's, it seems like it's like Devour. It's called the Devourer. Uh, yeah, it's a co-op oh. horror, horror game. Oh, maybe it's a sequel or something then. I don't, know. I don't know if it's by the same people. Yeah, it looks like another like Phasmophobia style type thing where you're with your friends trying to not die, maybe. Yeah. Well, it looks more action-packed, actually. Like shit's chasing you and stuff. Yeah. Is it VR and non-VR with this one? I think, yeah, I think it's both. Mm. I saw it on Steam. Like I was looking at looking for like new releases coming up. Yeah. So that's all I really know about that. Then uh, Rampage Agents. This also comes out on October 26th. I'm sure some of these oh. will get delayed, so they won't actually come out on the day they say. This is battle royale but you also can play with teammates it's some sort of multiplayer shooter it looks good um oh there's a free demo actually available right now that i haven't tried i don't know how a demo works when it's multiplayer like you have to have friends or maybe it has yeah. bots maybe it has bots i don't know probably has bots the trailer makes it look like it's just like not actual gameplay, like it's some sort of um, pre-rendered stuff, like the way they're moving and stuff. Oh, you? Oh, yeah. It, just looks, oh, it looks too good. The movement, yeah, to be actual. Just everything looks. It just looks like yeah. Just it's not actual in-game. Yeah, it's too smooth. Um, yeah. So I'd be interested to see what it's like in-game. I mean, these things are unfortunately a lot of them just die because they don't have a play base. Yep. Um, there's too many of them and not enough people, unfortunately. It looks decent from what I can see, but like I say, this is definitely not gameplay, so what it looks like in-game and how it is. I keep seeing this fucking butterfly. I mean, I've got the headset on, the index on, mm -hmm. and i am got the screen up, but I'm in that environment, you know, the Steam Home environment. Oh, yeah, the bench yeah, yeah. And the Martins in the background. And there's these little butterflies that I keep seeing in the corner of my eye, and I keep thinking it's like a spider in my room or something. <laughs> but obviously, I mean, I'm not... <laughs> I'm not in, I'm in VR, so it's like a butterfly flying around. It keeps catching catch corner in my eye. I keep shitting myself. Think there's a fucking spider. <laughs> anyway, I got rid of the any like environment, so I just have a background because I was wondering if performance was affected by having that. So I, I just I used to have the one like Il Ilya's retreat. That's the one yeah. I used to use all the time. And now I'm just in like the that one where you see mountains and the stars. Yeah, it doesn't affect performance because when the game launches, this closes down, um, so it doesn't make a difference. But it's, I don't really use it for anything. I just jump into a game anyway, so yeah. it doesn't really matter to me. All right, so then The Foglands comes out on October 31st for PSVR 2 and Quest. It's on Steam, and it just says coming soon. I think it's just going to come later to Steam. 
Yeah, it's now it's going to be a flat and a VR game as well. Hmm. It's something they've announced, so it's not just VR. But from what I've seen, the gameplay looks actually pretty good. Um, it's a roguelite, though, so that's obviously me. Hmm. For me, I don't like roguelites, but yeah. if, if you do, you might enjoy it. I don't know much about it. It's, it's, is it an FPS or something? Yeah, it's just a shooter. Okay. But it's got a really cool art style, like a... Yeah, I don't know. This, it, just, it just looked pretty high production. Yeah. Um, and it's a PSVR 2 and a console, and it's coming to PC as well. So, yeah, it's definitely one that I'll be interested in, even if it's a roguelike, but... All right, Vampire the Masquerade Justice, another game coming to PSVR 2 and Quest only. That's November 2nd. Mm -hmm. And I don't have much to say about it. I'm sure we've talked about it before. Yeah. Yeah. So then um, Power Wash Simulator comes the same day, November 2nd, to Quest. And I have no interest in this because I hate cleaning. It's one of the things that, for some reason, people love, and I just don't get it. But this has multiplayer, so people will like that. You get to clean together. Yeah, mm. yeah. I have no idea why. I guess people would like listen to a podcast or something while playing this, maybe. Yeah, it's probably satisfying for them, but I've just yeah, no thanks. Okay, uh, Assassin's Creed Nexus has a release date now. It's November 15th. It's Quest only. And people tried it, and a lot of them didn't sound that impressed to me. I mean, they said it kind of looked a little low res. I, I don't know. On the know Quest what, 3. Yeah, they were, yeah, they were planted on the Quest 3, but some of them were like, we don't know if this is like actually the Quest 3 build. Mm. Um, but they, yeah, they, they didn't sound too... Some of them were, were saying, but I did just get out of the Red Matter 2 demo, so maybe that made this look worse. Shit like that. But yeah, they didn't sound too impressed by it. Yeah. It's one of them things that I don't know. It's like, it's so frustrating because obviously I know why it's being made for the quest, but it's just you know full well that the game could be so much better if it was made PSVR Two and PC. Mm -hmm. um, I'm hoping that this is going to be like a timed exclusive, and that maybe they're going to have a PSVR two release because we've seen that a few stuff like the Star Wars games and stuff, which have come mm -hmm. to PSVR two after. So I'm kind of hoping that's going to be the case with this because obviously Meta would have to pay a lot of money for this franchise to have it as an exclusive just to the Quest. Um, oh yeah, I'm going to hold off and hope and see. That we get a PSVR 2 version. I know we're not going to get a PC version. I know that. It's just interesting PCs kind of not there for a lot of developers. Mm -hmm. But um, we'll see. All right. So Asgard's Wrath 2 comes out December 15th for Quest only. Yeah, we already talked about that. Yeah, and as I said, yeah, you get this free with the Quest 3 pre-order. Um, this and... I got to go play that that uh, developer video with those content creators again because, like I said, that guy did say that the developer said it's Quest 2 footage. I got to confirm that. 
I don't know if what we're looking at right now is Quest The stuff that they're showing there looks okay. It's just yeah. like when they show the actual proper game, you know, when you're in the open world type thing, yeah. it just looks terrible, like really open and empty and obviously no shadows or anything. Yeah, like here. Yeah, this this doesn't... I think, I don't know. If it comes, like I'm not going to play on the Quest 2 because I know it's going to look... It's like one of the things where you know it's going to look better on the Quest 3, so you'd rather wait and play it on that. Because I don't think this is ever going to come to PC or anywhere else because the first game never got released anywhere else. So the if Scorpion, you want to play it... Sorry. That Scorpion had oh. had shadows underneath of it while I was moving. Well, you, the thing is, you're going to get to play it and you'll get to say whether it's good or not because I trust your opinion. So mm -hmm. if you say it's good, then it'll make me more, me more interested in it for sure. I think the sand needs more detail. Like the sand is really bland looking, and that's a big part of it. Yeah, it's a texture problem, isn't it? Yeah. But we'll yeah. wait until you get your hands on it and see what you think. Okay. Um. So another game they announced for the Quest Three is this Lego Brick Tales. It's an MR game. So this is, I think, their only like big MR announcement. They also talked about this game Bam. That's going to be a release game, MR game for Quest. But it, that might not be very good. So this comes out sometime in December. Oh. One thing David Heaney said about the Quest 3 MR is that there's no like dynamic tracking of your hands. Illusion. Yeah, there's no occlusion. Yeah, so like images will appear on top of your arms instead of behind them where they should actually be. So I don't know how weird that would look. I don't know if you use your hands with this or you use the controller. So maybe if you use the controller and you're just like using a pointer, maybe you don't end up seeing your hand, like things rendering over your hand. I don't know. Because he's using his controllers there. Oh, yeah, he's using um, he's his controllers. But, yeah, that is one thing that they said that they're going to add as an update um, yeah. because you've got this thing that looks cool. It's all occluded within your environment. But then as soon as you move your hand in front of it, your hand goes behind the actual thing rather than being in front of it. So it's not calculating your hand and where position it is within the depth of the room, which is something they will be able to do. It's probably just a time to get that all sorted before release. But they've said that they are going to obviously add that as a sub software update because it is just software that needs to be sorted. The algorithm needs to be tweaked and sorted so that it can calculate because they've already got hand tracking. So they, in theory, yeah. they should be able to calculate your hand position and everything. So yeah. Yeah, uh, so then we found out that now Behemoth is now called Sky Dances Behemoth, and it's now coming out in late 2024. It was supposed to be late 2023. That's a huge delay. Yeah, um, I'm glad that, I mean, after after Walking Dead 2, Census 2, I'm glad that they delayed it, to be honest, because... That game was kind of buggy and a bit underwhelming. I thought, yeah, it wasn't wasn't enough over the first game for me to really want to play it. So this is obviously a completely new IP, new game. So yeah, if they spend another year on it, I'm looking forward to seeing what they bring out because it looks just based on what we've seen. I think the concept of it could be really cool, getting away from the zombies and being more of this fantasy kind of. Big, big, big kind of boss battles and stuff. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to this, but obviously it's going to, we're going to have to wait a lot longer for it now. So. Yeah. That's a game. Uh, uh, Saints and Sinners 2. I had performance problems in that, and that's one I need to go back to to see if my 4090 fixes that. Or maybe they already maybe they patched the performance issues, but I haven't played I it. I launched long, it, and everything was on ultra, and oh, I just yeah. turned everything down to high, and it was fine. So I think it's just because for some reason they have a default to ultra that it runs like shit on a lot of people's PCs. But on a 4090, you'll be able to run it no problem. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it looks fine. It was just buggy. I just found like people's heads would suddenly randomly turn around on me and shit. And yep. Yeah. Zombies just spawn all the time. I don't like the way that they handle the zombies where they're constantly spawning and stuff at night. It really yeah. irritated me. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's all right. All right. Can you think of any other releases that we didn't cover? Nothing that we've got fixed release dates for. Before the end of the year, we've got obviously Bulletstorm, which is supposed to come out. Um, I think there's a few other little bits. Arizona Sunshine, Arizona Sunshine 2 has been having a lot of previews, which is oh. um, coming next year, I think, now. I don't think it's yeah. going to be this year. Yeah. And that's looking pretty good, actually. Uh, we've not seen any video of it, but we've seen some screenshots and stuff. And it looks like they've done a massive improvement visually over the first game. And obviously, the, like people saying that it plays really nice and it looks really nice. And it's polished. Um, everyone's impressions. Like the people are putting videos out, but it's just them talking because they're not allowed to show any footage, yeah, with, which with is a bit still annoying. images. Yeah, it's so weird. People can play it, but you won't show video of it. That's really odd. Yeah. So I've just been watching. I've just read a couple of articles. I can't be yeah. bothered to just watch someone talk about it. But yeah, it's overall. I wasn't that bothered about it before. But after hearing the previews and everything, I'm definitely quite actually interested in it now. Yeah, Mateo three one one. He's usually critical of stuff, and he seemed uh, he was positive on it. He went to the actual, you know, the office and played it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's one to look forward to. But that's yeah. going to be next year, I think. Um, mm. I think what else it was. I think that's all the main ones. We've got quite a few coming out though, so it's going to be a good, busy uh, end of year period. Mm. Lots of games to play. Yeah. Any uh, flat to VR mods coming out soon? Maybe there are some mm. that you can't mention, but you 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 know of some uh, some tantalizing ones coming. Well, Unreal VR injectors set to release before the end of the year, so it will be coming out before end of twenty twenty three. There is a big, big, huge mod for a good. I can't say anything. I don't want to obviously say what the game is because i can't say but its release is pretty soon it's not going to take within the next week or so there should be a new mod coming which is going to be pretty awesome with motion control that's all i'll say about that with motion controls with motion controls all right and i know i know another one that's in development that's also going to be really good I don't know when that's coming out, but there's, there's there's three big big. The Unreal Injectors, like the big one, which is obviously I've had access to, and it's absolutely incredible. Um, that's before the end of the year, and then obviously two other games. One's potentially the end of the year, and one's pretty soon, which are also pretty big games that people are really going to enjoy. Are all of these mods by the same guy? No, 
Okay. Right. Different people. Okay. Speculate away in the comments, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to spoil it, but yeah, it's it's gonna be great. Yeah. It's gonna be. I'm gonna. It's gonna be one of the biggest mods, I think. Well, the Unreal Injector will be the biggest mod ever made. Yeah. Um, but... Obviously, you've played the Unreal Injector, but have you yeah. played these other secret ones at all? No. Okay. I just know they exist. I haven't okay. played them. All right. All right. Anything else? Uh, no. Okay. That's it. That's it. Thanks for listening and watching. And yep. uh, subscribe. Because we don't... Yeah. And we might be we might be putting more, like, gameplay stuff on as well every now and then. Like, I think new releases maybe. I actually record a lot of stuff for my, um, my videos I make. So it could be worth, you know, throwing stuff on this, this channel. You know, like, real raw footage and stuff. And... Mm -hmm. Me and jo me and uh, Justin might do like dual streams of co-op games and stuff like that. So yeah. yeah, subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. If you even if you listen to this podcast on other platforms, the YouTube channel we're still going to put all the content other than the podcast on there as well. So yeah. All right, that's it. Thanks. That's it. Yeah. Bye. Bye. See. You. See you. Ciao.